Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora, old sport! And welcome to the Mixed Muddle Demand <laughs> Mediocre Films of Myth Books History. I forgot to say mixed bag. <laughs> Let's start again. Jump right in. I was just uh, like remembering what the M. No, were. we're keeping it. That's it. That's okay, it. Okay, that's, yeah. that's the intro. Are we? Uh, yeah. Who okay. are you? I'm Cassandra. I'm James. I'm Matt. And it's mixed bag. Sorry, I forgot to say. I was old sport. So excited. Say to that. Old sport. Old sport. Or, yeah, yeah. Just, just leave the tea. Old cleaner. Old sport. Old sport. It's like Voldemort. Yeah. That's how you're supposed Apparently to pronounce the it. the pronunciation, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now she, she's oh. the one who must not be named. Do you know, I, but quickly before we move on from, from that tainted franchise, I used to say um, Hermione. Um, I thought yeah. it was Hermione when I was reading it. Oh. I think every child pronounced the name Hermione wrong until the first film came out. Yeah. And That's then we're just, all collectively we're like, oh, we're like, oh, exchange some glasses. Hermione Granger. <laughs> we're like, yes, it was Leviosa. Um, God, remember, I think we were supposed to cover like Fantastic Beasts at one point, and we're not going to do that anymore. (laughs) Spoiler, sorry if you're really (laughs) holding on for that episode. Yeah, I just have no interest in seeing it. I've only seen the first one with my ma. Well, it's like her, and also there's Johnny Depp in it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And well, I feel the like other people is, too. I feel like it's like a, a, a rogues gallery of I people. Don't remember. Yeah, I don't Ezra remember. Ezra Miller. Oh yeah. Is he in it? Yeah. Are they in it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they are. They're doing even more attacks in Hawaii. It's yeah. wild. Like just throwing. <laughs> you make it sound like attacks. <laughs> like it's like they're on a gun rampage in Hawaii. Well, like, he is terrorizing. Yes, terrorizing. Yeah, yeah. Terrorizing. Sorry, yeah. they are. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but the funniest thing for me for that whole saga was like there was like the video clip of them being like on the news yeah. like breaking news of like what they've done in Hawaii and it was just like panning out to them at the party like where that news was playing so <laughs> Well, there was the, the, the latest, like, shot of them being arrested. They literally were, like, dressed as the Joker. They had, like, purple <laughs> pants on. And, Sorry, but like, you're the Flash. Yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. Well, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm assuming, I wonder, replacing it. I was going to say, that's very yeah, expensive. Sorry. But, you know, like, that's well, going to come out, right? They've made this whole movie. Yeah. I know, they've made the whole movie. And they've entered the, the Flash Speed Force. Whatever. Flash entered the Speed Force. <laughs> speed Force. Thank you. The most iconic moment in film. Of Famous. Course. Famously. Yeah. Famously. Um, and now they're going to be replaced. Yeah. yeah. How are we all doing, guys? It's good. It's cold <laughs> in Wellington. It is. Freezing. It's now winter, and it just does that sometimes in New yeah. Zealand and yeah. Wellington, particularly. Descends. It's just like winter. You forget. Go. You forget. Like you get complacent. Yeah. Mm. And then you're like, and then the first chill of the season comes yeah. in. It really makes you yeah. appreciate those those walks and little like strolls you did. You know, I nice. yeah, I'll put on "Time of the Season" by the Zombies, but won't be happy about it. Mm. It's a cool song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the time of the season. Yeah. Um, should we jump into our popcorn? I think. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Pop 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 popcorner. Um, now we're going to promise a, a slightly shorter 
truncated pop well, corner, perhaps. We'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll see. see. We, we can't deliver on that. Like, remember the. <laughs> hey, we aim for short episodes. Quick mix. Yeah, um, quick mix. Ironically yeah, named. Um, I'll jump in. I haven't gone first in pop corner for a while. Um, so yeah, I have a couple little things, but I'll talk about one of them first. Is uh, the book "The Best of Everything" by Rona Jeff, which I have just Ooh. finished reading. This is a book that is not at all. Uh, new. This is written in the mid fifties, um, but uh, yeah, I read it because I think um, I've read. Somebody was posting about it on Twitter, mm. and I was like, "This seems good." Like the little extract that they posted, they were like, "This is one of my favorite books. It's such an iconic read." And I was like, "Oh, I'll get into this." Um, you know, it's a lot of fun. I would say it's 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 delicious, is how I was de- would describe it. It's mm. a very sort of pulpy novel about the working girl right. in I that nineteen fifties was... era. Oh, I love that genre. You know, it's very like um, yeah, it feels very mad me. Even in the way that it's mm. structured, it feels very televisual, oddly enough, because mm. it is like you start out with this main character, Carolyn. Is, is this person more of a Carol or more of Therese? Oh, there it's, it's there's a variety. There's more, oh, much there's more than one. Generally, right. more Therese's. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so you've got Caroline, who she's recently broken her engagement. Well, her her fiance broke the engagement by getting married to somebody else, and so she's had to start right. life as a working secretary in New York. But she quickly rises through the ranks. Um, and then you meet through her all these other different Peggy, women that Peggy are Peggy bitch. She's the Peggy. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you meet the this, like, single mother that's working there that's trying to just find, like, a, you know... Joan, Joan, Joan. Yeah. Joan. Uh, and you meet the, uh, yeah, like, um, a number of different other characters that all sort of come into her orbit, and we start following each other in their Betty. different stories. Is it one yeah. that rises the ranks? Yeah, she rises the ranks, James. Oh, okay, so maybe that's a bit of a mix between... Uh, Joan and Don's wife, who I've forgotten. Her Betty. Name. Oh, no, is no, it no. Betty? Uh, Megan is. Oh, Megan. Megan. Yeah, yeah. Megan. She's a she's um, a piggy son of <laughs> a Megan rising. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, apparently this book was actually a big influence on Mad Men when they were oh, putting cool. it together, even though it is ten years earlier. Um, it's right. very it's it's very like frothy, and that the the writer clearly was just like. Apparently she did write this in like a month. She just like dashed it off. Sounds and it's good very to sort me. of just like, oh, I'm just going to write it. And it's very much like the thing that all of the secretaries secretaries were reading at the time. Yeah. Uh, because they were like, this tells our well, life. This is our story. She really tapped into that market. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of, you know, like different relationships with men and a very sort of the honest way of how actual dating would have happened in the 50s, which is really interesting, in fact, because you think about that sort of time period it's kind of pre-sexual revolution but Mm. also it's post women in the workplace and so there's this very interesting Mm. thing of like you know they're all constantly dating like everybody is going on dates constantly and with many men at the same time like you know they're not just one steady (laughs) they all be like something's never changed everybody's used to just like oh i've got another boy taking me out on friday so it's and but you know you're not supposed to be having sex with any of these men but then some of them are because you know it's the 1950s and so it's it's a bit you're young you're hot um like what else are you gonna do yeah and it gets into some really sort of stuff about you know like abortion and like the idea of you know that a lot of affairs with like married men and women that have, you know, um, yeah, in that position of like being the mistress or being the the girl on the side, the, the and, other woman. You know, it's, it's my um, favorite episode of Mad Men. It's really, it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's great, and I think if you're a, if you're a Mad Men fan, um, it's a lot of fun. I would say the ending does feel like she the season got cancelled and she had to wrap it up right. really fast. I see <laughs> a high fidelity TV show. It does ending. feel very like oh okay we okay we're done cool okay we could have had probably about four more chapters but we're good. <laughs> um, but you know it's still it's still we're glad a it great exists. Time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, that's me. I'll uh, let you go ahead, James. Nice. All right. Well, I will talk about something that I think we have all seen, um, which is Netflix's uh, 
latest season of The Circle. Yes. Um, I've seen like six episodes. Oh. But you know, that's pretty much it. I didn't finish. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. We weren't sure I mean, if you were. Well, I mean, it's got like a few more batches of episodes coming out yeah. next week, yeah. right? Yeah, there yeah. are eight episodes out so far. Yeah, mm. I don't know which season of this there is because there has been four four of the American show, and there's been other other countries yeah. as well. Um, but this is four of the American one. Yeah, really. I keep thinking it was three, and now I'm like, which one am I missing in the middle? <laughs> I feel like the circle, like it goes. If you don't know, um, it's you probably know. If it's, you listen to this podcast, we've yeah, talked about it's a reality the TV show. You will pretend to. Catfish or play yourself, and it's a social media kind of popularity contest of sorts. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's really fun. Um, it is, uh, I guess, maybe like we were wondering whether or not the the budget is starting to kind of be pared back a it little. It felt bit. like there are a lot fewer contestants this round. Yeah, that's um, true. To the point where I was like, mm, interesting. This seems like maybe they couldn't afford to have any fewer contestants, so they were Wonder like why? stretching yeah. out the. If you've well, been I reading mean, about Netflix and the news, yes. but also, but also, I'm like. They could have. I mean, the the booking fee for two of the um, yes. housemates probably was <laughs> yeah. pretty high. Yeah, yeah. to they get spend them it there. all on them instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, I'm thinking, just when you think about it, it's probably not the most low budget show in terms no. of you do need to like decorate a full sort of apartment and mm. then feed these people and supply yeah. them with you know like all of their their supplies and to live in this apartment and... for two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Mm. And plus, fly them to Scotland where it's shot, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, it's in the UK somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, it's another you know uh, great fun kind of series. Um, it's yeah, I, I, I think you remarked. Oh yeah, go ahead. yeah, you go. Well, well, I don't. Oh, know it's just what I was gonna I, say. no. You made a great point um, when we were chatting about it that it's not as strategic as other seasons. Like yeah, yeah. it's nice though. I also like that it's not as flirty. Like yes, overly Sometimes. like dating kind of based. Because where it's, it's like, like such a silly thing. Like everybody knows that the flirting is fake on the surface yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're flitting through the screen. You're not having any chance of meeting each other. Yeah. And so it's all purely strategic. That's why when people flirt, people on the other side are like, "Are you actually making a pass of me, or is this just like you know?" <laughs> fun way to kind of like pass the time yeah exactly yeah. and i guess now that like love is blind is like so popular now like that itch can be scratched and yeah but, yeah shows. exactly yeah but uh yeah it's a lot of fun it's a great kind of cast of characters it's and... just a fun kind of leave your brain at the door yeah. kind of tv show where it's yeah. like you know whatever yeah it's got some of the basic elements of things we enjoy like you know we've also been watching the latest season of survivor which mm. has yes. been <laughs> a great season it's amazing season. yeah the last episode, as of today, um, this is coming 14th up. May, yeah. Yeah. Um, was really good. Very good episode. Oh, that's so much uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Very so good strategy. cast. Yeah, just awesome. Like, like I, I like a lot, a lot of them. Or if there are people I just like, I love to hate them. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like they've all got defined personalities. Even the ones who, you know, aren't going to win. It's like mm. they still provide something mm. for the audience, like lols. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, apart from that, I don't know. We haven't been watching as much. Uh, I mean, at least Cass and I. Um, yeah. So that's me for popcorn. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I haven't been watching much at all as well. What is it? What What is in the world? I guess the one that I actually really watched was um, I watched the movie X by um, Oh yeah, Ty West, which came out recently. Um, I liked it. It was pretty cool. Like, I, I don't think it's, like, as good as people kind of, like, hype it up to be. Like, but there's a lot of things that are, are um, really impressive about it. Like, I think they capture, like, the, the 70s kind of 
um, aesthetic and verisimilitude really well. 70s Houston, like mm. it's very... It was shot here as well. Yeah, yeah, in 102. Mm. Um, so they transported that, Houston, <laughs> Texas, to, um, you know, small town New Zealand, mm. uh, which is really good. Um, yeah, I, I like it. It's cool. It's like you, you get some time to get to know the characters. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty inventive and original for what it is. I don't think it's the... Yeah, as I said, it's not... For me, it didn't hit that originality. I wasn't like, oh, this is a game changer. But no, yeah. it's a very enjoyable time. Yeah, I think, I think it's really well constructed. Like, it's got nice scares in it. And um, if you don't know who... Mia Goth is in this film, and she plays mm. two roles. And so... If you don't know who, well, guess other, which one? Other role that she plays. One She's of actually pretty, really good. Like, as I, I remember, I watched Emma, and she was really good in that. Yeah. Role as well. Yeah. The Ty role in Clueless. I don't yeah. remember what her name is. Harriet. Harriet. Yeah. yeah. And you've got is it uh, Martin Henderson? Uh, uh, New yeah. Zealander? It took me a while to figure out who it was. I was like, who is? I know him. If you've seen yeah. the the, the classic Bride and Prejudice, then uh, you'll yeah. be. If you've him. seen the music video for Toxic by Britney Spears. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, no, it's, I, I, I had a fun time. It was just yeah. nice to see like a really confident, meaty horror. Yeah. I like the characters. I like that, you know, that blonde Southern Belle. She was really fun. Britney mm. Snow, which yeah. I've, I think I've only seen her in Pitch Perfect. And it wouldn't surprise me if she was in Mad Men. Like, you yeah. know, she's got one of those auras. And Jenna Ortega was in the latest Scream movie. Yeah, it's really strong. Yeah. Like, I think she's the one who can act out of the Scream leads. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's a rising star. And it's yeah. got alligators. And she's going to be Wednesday Adams. Oh, shit. I didn't which, know that. You know, she looks great for the role. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's yeah, a very. Yeah. Yeah. She's really solidifying her Scream Queen status, I know. isn't she? <laughs> Get it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um,. That's one. And I think, you know, I think we've mentioned briefly that the Tony nominations came yes. out. Yes. Mm. Well, uh, yeah. So Tony nominations, Tony's, when the actual Tony's come, uh, I plan to to watch them, hopefully. Sure. Um, as, you know, if we can find a, a way to do so, because mm. uh, they are not generally screened on New Zealand television. No. Um, but yeah, uh, I always, it's always, I, I think it's my favorite of the awards shows, not just because it's I'm a theater yeah. girl, but yeah, also because fun. like, the it's, show is the most the fun. The show is the most fun yeah. because it's like it's made for live performance and mm. so mm. like it, it works best for a live performance. So I'm always excited for the Tony. And a good host as well. Um, Ariana DeBose. Yeah, right, right. it'll be was fun. It? Um, yeah, I I'm generally was like pretty like, happy with a lot of the Tony nominations. I love that Strange Loop is out there with the sort of the, the main um, yeah, musical front runner um, mm-hmm. in a lot of different categories. I, I am feeling sorry for Katrina Link for, yeah. for the, I think, the major snub of the Tony But also season, that I was think. like a very kind of not competitive um, line. Like, the contenders were there. Like, they could have easily snubbed uh, Sutton Foster, yeah. who was not very well reviewed yeah, for Yeah, I'm role. just like, mm. Katrina Link, it's, it seems like a very purposeful, like, specific choice I'm to not nominate it. Yeah, I, yeah. I kinda, Patty Lapone did a very, like, yeah. cutting tweet, which was incredible. Which it was, reminded me of when Audrey McDonald was snubbed for Shuffle Along. Shuffling she was, Along? She was pregnant and tapped out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that was a very big year. That yeah, were a lot it was. Of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, so Patty Lapone did a tweet being like, I just want to say congratulations to, like, and then listed all the people that were nominated from 
Spectrum Company and they're yeah. like, and just say that every night we are led on stage by the fierce and fabulous <laughs> Katrina Lank. It was like a full, like, yeah. yeah, just sort of shade to the nominating committee. Yeah, she's been, Patty's been slaying lately, like telling people oh, to yes. put their masks put their on. on. Who the fuck she did are you? Hoodie, who do you, who think, think, you think you are? are? Yeah. Okay. I pay your salary. What so, the fuck? Chris Harper, Chris Harper pays, pays my salary. salary. Anyway, um, <laughs> and she's probably on track to win a third Tony. Mm. I'm assuming, and I'm like, go, 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 get it. go, go, go. go. Get it. Yes. She at least deserves three, right? Like, oh, a yeah. lot of people have oh, two. Oh yeah, she should yeah. have three Tonys. Yeah, keep paying her lunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, my yeah. reckons are, why did we give uh, Mary Louise Parker her second Tony last year, which she's probably gonna win again this year? What did she win for last year? The sound. Affair? Sound inside? I don't, I don't last remember. year didn't count as Tony's to for me. me. I did I'm not just pay like, attention to last look, year's ones because they, they were just not Laura Lenny was right there. Still Tony-less. <laughs> Could have won for the Little Foxes, but, you know, we love that Laurie Metcalf has a Tony also. Now she has two, so... Mm. Laura Lenny, your time will come. You have a boatload of Emmys. Do we know when it, um, when it screams? I have no idea. June, 30th June? Oh, June? They, they noted it. It's just sometime yeah. in June. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. My other reckon is... So a strange loop is um, the front runner for best musical. Yeah, and, and also a lot of musical categories. I think it got yeah, 11, yeah, yeah. eleven noms. But also, so like all of the producers, everyone who shelled money for a strange loop is gonna win a Tony. So Jennifer Hudson is gonna egot <gasps> just by doing that. Whoa. Incredible. And you know who else has produced it? RuPaul, Mindy Kaling. Wow. Don Cheadle. They're, these people I are all gonna. It. These people are all gonna win Tonys because of that, and it's Amazing. wild, incredible. Yeah. But also, I'm just like Jennifer. You could have won one the regular way. <laughs> uh, but that's that's my. Th- I also. What happened to Larry Owens? I thought he was gonna. I think do it. he was just. I think. I mean, I don't out. think there's any reason particularly he was recast. Right. I think it's just that he was moving to do television stuff. Right, and right, was right. Because I to commit to another when, when, show run. When I looked at the nominees, I was surprised that it wasn't him. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. He didn't yeah. transfer to Broadway. I mean, the Jekyll Spivy, the new guy, I don't know how to pronounce his, his name, unfortunately, sorry, Jekyll or Jekyll. I mean, he will stop <laughs> listening. But, uh, you know, and sorry that you just turned the podcast off. Um, but yeah, I mean, he sounds great. Like, all yeah. the bits, those yeah, clips I've seen of him are fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't think I doesn't, I don't think there's any bad blood there. I don't I think hope there's any there particular is. reason. Of course, the drama would always be fun. The drama, the tea. Because yeah, no, I, I thought I it would like be like an easy coronation for him. But, you know, I actually don't know who's going to win. Probably Hugh. Maybe Jaquel. I don't. I, don't know. I feel like he won't win. Do you think? I, I, he I did like was so. very like, you know, he did very well in the pandemic. Yeah, but in I, a big I, show. I feel like it's just support such for a the community. Safe, it's just such a safe revival where they've just done a production of the music that there's no. I feel like newness. it's a Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> gonna win, like type of win. I mean, like, like yeah, it's where I'm like, I guess he could, but it's Has just like won? I don't know. He's the one for he's won, um, boy from Auntie one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, way back when, back in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'll be his first fame. win in a while. Yeah, mm. but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't we'll seen see. it either. I'm, we'll I don't see. know, but yeah. it just seems like I hope okay. not. Like he's fine. I mean, I famously don't like him. Look, it's never come up on the podcast somehow. <laughs> hey, big secret. Big yeah. secret. There was a trailer was on Twitter of the music Hugh man, Jackman. and it is just so like it's so old schooly. Like yeah. he's just grinning from ear to ear, like you got trouble. Um, and that's clearly yeah. just what he wants to be doing. It's and... Just me and James watching it, being like, "This looks fine." Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, I'm very much, if I got a free ticket to the Music Man, I'd go. I don't know if I'd buy it. I think, you know, in terms of remakes, I think we need a new Music Man. Because the original Music Man is actually really good, but it's not as much of a classic as the other ones. Like, people Mm. don't go back to watch it anymore. I guess it's just like the Music Man is, is an okay show. Yeah. But I don't know if it's actually that that good like as yeah. a show like <laughs> it's not like, a side story you know like yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels huge in like american culture but in terms of the translation i think it's just everybody does it in high school in america right. and nobody does it in high school here like it's, it's the our town of, yeah, of yeah. the music exactly. well, really. it's just i mean it's a, a lot of not it's not about high school exactly but like a lot of the the whole kids in marching wholesome, band high yeah. school sort yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah. yeah it's yeah it's very nobody's Although, the Republicans aren't going to write a letter of complaint to the school for you putting it on. It is the hottest job. It's the hottest job, con man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant music man. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've watched Glee. It's not very, very attractive. Uh, <laughs> um, Twitter showed a, a Glee uh, clip recently from it was the uh, the telephone kind of clip where Leah Michelle and I don't know the other person, but they're like singing in the toilet like at each other, and like Leah's like very angry, and then. Jane Lynch came in and was just like, shut up! And it was it was nice to be reminded about how, like, batshit Glee was. Like, I've never watched it. I feel it. like as soon as you see, like, having, as a person mm. that watched, mm. I think, the first two seasons I, I of watched Glee the first in two full, seasons maybe, of, of I think maybe dropped well. off halfway through three. I don't know. I don't mm. But, um, yeah, the fact that it keeps going on for seasons and seasons. I definitely Every so often you'll see them and you'll be like, what the fuck is this? And then you see new people <laughs> and you're like, huh. Who is that? And then they did the Glee project. Yeah. Which yeah. actually was, you know, beneficial for the, for, for the culture because it gave yeah. us Ellie Stroker. Yeah. And I can't remember his name. I want to say, I can't remember. His I name. didn't see the Glee Project. Project. I didn't I, see. All I know either. is every so often I'll hear of a person and they'll be like, they started but on the, the Glee Project. But the but like, the okay. main winner went on to like become like end of the. So the one who actor. did like Once on This Island and stuff. Possibly, I, I don't can't know. remember. I don't know who won. So yeah, <laughs> who knows? It, the cast is it's like so cursed in terms of going back. There's like the I guy know. that had like. Had pedophilia. There was the guy who had pedophilia is such. <laughs> Whatever. A... <laughs> Sorry, didn't he own? Isn't that like yeah? The, the guy thing? that yes. got arrested for, for yeah. child yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the guy that died. The guy that died. Yeah. And Naya. And then oh, yeah. the woman that died. And Leah. Yes. yes. Who just made everyone else life a living hell? Who can't read? Yeah. Um, who cannot read? <laughs> and who did show her vagina to Jonathan Groff? <laughs> oh yes, my, Imagine Jonathan like. Okay. Yeah. He's like, wow, oh, thank cool. you for sharing this gift with me. I was just trying to get Mindhunter season three going. Cool, sweet. Yeah. I feel like it was way before Mindhunter. No, 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 I, no, no. I mean, like, that she revealed lately. it. Oh, now. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, trying to find a transition here. Um, uh, I, I actually want to say something. Oh, yeah? Like, because I haven't watched the show, but it seems to have had a gorilla grip in the culture. Heartstopper. Not going to watch it, I think. We watched episode one. Yeah, it's very... That's cute. Sweet. I it think it's because I'm like, homophobic. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. Right. Matt, yeah, yeah, famously yeah. homophobic. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Um, I've had to cut out so much material in the podcast <laughs> about you just homophobic Almost slurs. as much as Matt's anti-Italian race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of those have slipped through. Um, but yeah, no, we saw the first episode and it's, I was like, oh, this looks sweet. I, think, I don't feel compelled to watch it. No, I think yeah. I'm, I don't know why. It's like everyone got, went crazy for it and I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. Mm. I don't know why. Mm. Maybe it. I don't know. 
It's just yeah. it's, it. It seems too saccharine. I think me. it's just it's just not aimed at our age group. It's aimed at teenagers. But I see so YA, many people right? who are like our age group who are like, oh, yeah. oh but a lot of love people this. also like read YA as well. That's true. And it's yeah. like that's not for me. But I'm totally like if that's if that's for you, that's totally cool. Like that's not a thing that I'm judging people for watching. No, I think I'll watch it eventually is. because yeah. it seems like it's short in his 30 minute episodes mm. just just to see what the fuss is all about i need to thank you for reminding me of barry last episode because i've caught up on oh yeah the episodes Barry's that are dead. Out there yeah fuck man like barry, barry like the returning shows that have gone on hiatus for a while are firing on all cylinders but barry's really good yeah um atlanta season three is really good and it's had a long hiatus as well there um, is like that moment watching barry being like wait what happened, as you say, and then, but like, they're, oh, they're me, making some moves on it that, like, I'm like, whoa. I had are. to read, like, a synopsis of season of what's happened. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't, I know, it's been, it's been too long. But it's Whereas nice, I not... was like, oh, I don't think I've seen much Barry. And then when it's watching it, I was like, no, I do remember. I, I do yeah. remember what happened. Yeah. I kind of do. Like, but there was that moment in, like, the first episode back where I was like, oh, wait, is Noho Hank gay? I was like, I don't remember this. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. They but, didn't make it explicit, but, you know. Yeah. Now it is. And they're making some moves that are, like, like you know when you can tell a TV show is kind of stalling and it's spinning its wheels. Like, it feels like they're making some pretty decisive I think it's really shifts. cool. Bill Hader is such a good actor. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it just took me. Have you seen The Skeleton? Oh, yeah, he's so good. Oh. He's so good in it. He's oh. great. Yeah. Oh, he's what so good. And I got mistaken I for him on a New York City subway train. Yeah, old sport. Yeah, old sport. Um, Before we transition, I do want to say one last thing. Because people who know me assume that I have only one other Christmas, which are the Oscar nominations and the Oscar winners. Mm-hmm. But I actually have multiple Christmases in a year. Mm. And the other one that people may or may not know is like when, when the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations oh, yes. and inductions oh, yes, come yes. out. Ah. So those, I the, don't know anything about this. Tell no, me. that's yeah. fair. I know. Like I've just been, I've been obsessed about this since, what, 2010? Um, you just reminded me of another nomination thing. Remind me. Oh, okay. okay. Right. okay. Yeah. No, let's let Matt finish his. No, it's just quickly. Um, yeah. No, it's cool. I'm I'm very pleased with the class. Um, Eminem, um, Dolly Parton. Imagine Dolly them. Parton wasn't already in there. I mean, she's not really rock and roll. I guess. I guess. So. But it's like, like now, but now, now it's becoming just music, isn't but, it? I guess, yes, but also now her influence on people who, like, if you put Taylor Swift in eventually, or, like, people like that, you're like, hold on, why is their influence not there yet? So it's like, whereas before it's like, I guess it's because she was very, she's just really country, you know? Right, I see. Um, Carly Simon, Lionel Richie, Judas Priest, The Eurythmics, and Pat Benatar, among others. So a good class this year, I think. Yeah. And it reminded me that James Hong recently got his Hollywood... Um, uh, yeah, but you pay for those. Oh, shit. Well, he didn't pay for it because Daniel Day Kim raised the money to pay oh, for him because he did the nomination and he did a, oh, like a, a fundraiser to raise money and to pay for his... And who is there? Jamie Lee. Thing. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee, and then Daniel Day Kim was there as well to, yeah. to speak yeah. after the speech. Um, and I'm like, love it, Daniel. The awards category that um, Cass uh, told me about uh, this previous week is uh, something I want to shout out, which was the Old <laughs> People's Awards. What was no, it? No, this is the, the ARP. ARP. Obviously, for this grown-ups? is not a recent award, no, but no, I just reminded. I, I didn't. James that. didn't know that this existed. Right, I see. Was for the, over fifties, uh, the award for the award for grown ups, movies for grown ups, yeah. uh, which is people over fifty. Yes, yeah. um, and, and all the categories. This James so, like, was loving it. He was exploring <laughs> really? the website. Oh, he was looking at past so nominees. Oh no, I love going on deep dives with like things that I've just discovered. Best intergenerational film. What a category! 
category. Uh, yeah. And they say best um, screenwriter as opposed to screenplay, which is real. I, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. My favorite num- like of these like niche ones is like when like the NAACP awards or like the Image Awards when they nominate a white person. I'm like, ooh, ooh mm. how did that? What? Ooh, okay, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah. Like Helen Mirren got nominated for the Queen one time, and I was like. Okay. okay. Nothing more white than that. <laughs> Interesting. It's he not was... even like a film in which she. I mean, exactly. Like... Yeah. Okay, go her, on. Her sweep was just too vast. That yeah, year. they're like, we yeah. just got to do it. But um, just celebrating films like you know, like The Dig. Um, speaking of Carrie Mulligan and yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, just little tiny films that are like sleepy Rialto picks yeah. that my parents see, and I'm like, oh, nice. Love I love it. Love it. Yeah. But then also you like look at sometimes i think it was like a year ago or two years ago the nominations one of them was like jared leto and i was like oh, he's 50 he's over 50 and he, he is, he is. Oh. but then you just like wait so in terms of nominations it has to be 50 and yeah. 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 so like when j-lo was nominated for hustlers you just like it just doesn't like it has to your brain has to compute a little bit and you're like <laughs> oh that's right but it just yeah. you know like when you think of AARP you don't think of like a woman like sliding down a pole doing <laughs> no. tricks and that's yeah. the exact sort of image they're trying to you know exactly like, turn it around come into my fur yeah. yeah I think one one last awards thing which is actually more important to you guys is like because I haven't read the book was like the Occam's Occam Awards oh, yeah. yes. shout out to Kutuhereaka yeah, for Kurangaituku was yeah. she she slayed in the outfit so she slayed cool. with the book congratulations she did this full, like mask and yeah. like outfit it was incredible yeah Fiti mm. is like just one of my favorite people like in terms of her social media presence mm, uh, right. because she's constantly just posting various like you know just outfits she's creating yeah crafts she's doing she's just having the and then just time. like oh i just wrote this really incredible novel as well but i'm yeah. just, just mostly just going to work with this incredibly beautiful fur like stole that i've, Ugh, I've, I've it's so sewn. Cold. such an old Love sport <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Sorry, I know that was a pitch perfect transition, but no, it's not. with 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 Fiddy, Like, it's great. You don't. I don't think the 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 fame and the exposure will go to her head in any way. She seems really authentic, yeah, you know. Like, but also, a- she's like getting these accolades a bit. You know. L- I wouldn't say later in life, but you know she's grounded and I she's, mean, she's got a career already. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and she's yeah. she's been uh, won previous kind of awards for yeah. her, her young adult uh, novels, and um, yeah, it just feels like a like a classic as soon as you read it. Like you're like, Wonderful. oh my god, this is this mythic story. We've talked about it about a ton in the past, but grab a copy. I think they are like sold out currently, but they're getting like, reissues. <laughs> you're too late. Yeah. You're so, too late. That's yeah. all of the copies. Yeah. So you better pay big bucks when you see one. And yeah. they're, they're standing at the balcony just throwing those books down, just like <laughs> Jay Gatsby was throwing those shirts down in our feature presentation. Feature presentation. We finally got there. We got there. I um, mean, we said it was going to be short, but we, it never is. It but never we just is. find things to talk about. There's always something happening in the world of Pop that? Corner. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, you guys have both seen this film before. Well, yes, well, this is the third film yeah. in our season and final. All that bass. And 
thank you to Cass who uh, edited that. Um, I spent all of I spent all of thirty seconds <laughs> editing this. I spent probably much longer trying to get the file to open on Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and try and figure out who the um, the person saying Baz is. It's James. It's me. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah. So I'd never seen this film. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. This is my first time watching. Mm. Yeah. Was um, oh, this the first time watching Airplane? Yeah. No. Sorry, you can hear an airplane. That's actually yeah. caught up by. We the, acknowledged it. The microphone. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think so. But yeah, uh, I haven't seen this. Um, I had, of course, read The Great Gatsby because I did go to high school, um, and yeah, I enjoy it. It's a it's a good novel. I love the novel. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's one. Of, it's a classic for a reason. I feel like 100%. it totally the, the hype 100%. lives up. Um, yeah, I I think the only other Great Gatsby thing i'd seen is like at circa the adaptation that Ken oh, did yeah um i didn't back see that in, when i was when i was when would have been like 2008 mm. when i was still in high school um no. but yeah that's the only i think i don't think i've seen the other film from the 70s mm. um so yeah this was is my... that production because i know that he on play market he's got two listings of it it's who's with, this uh the great gatsby production by ken um mm. was that like ken duncan cool uh did we not say no oh, <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, playwright and uh, taught us the Mentor. Uh, masters of creative old sport. old sport old sport true old true sport, old sport Ken Ken Duncan. Duncan. Um, <laughs> but like was that the full ensemble one or like the, the this was the full one? ensemble oh, I cool. believe fun good fun I don't I mean it was 2008 so I don't right. remember I'm pretty sure one of the Banks sisters was in it as Jordan Baker though oh, yeah. oh, um, I can't remember if it was Hannah or Erin yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Uh, but no, I think other than that, I don't, I don't think I've seen a film version of it before. Mm. Mm. I had read the novel, a uh, short story rather. Um, no, it's a novel. It's a novel. It's a short novel. It's a, it's a no. It's a it's novel. A, it's, it's a, a novel. novel. It's a novel. It's a novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel attacked. Um, <laughs> it's a short one though. I it's mean, a, yeah, but it's, it's a novel. It's a little appeals, wee read. You know, it's, um, it's delicate, like yeah. the characters. Yes. <laughs> It is tight as a drum, and um, it could be argued that that is the best version of it. Um, but Duh. yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, but I saw this film. I think when it came out, uh, I remember the trailer, which is shit hot and incredible. Like I feel like Baz makes incredible trailers. Um, well, Baz is trailer cutting people making yeah. incredible trailers. And it was banger. It was people in cars swelling champagne to some Jay Z. Um, yeah, and uh, I saw it and. Um, I'll let you know my thoughts. Yeah, so um, I also read the novel multiple times, I think, because mm. this was like the favorite. I, look, I was um, the golden child of the English department of, of my high <laughs> of school. <course. laughs> um, so this was foisted upon me by my English teacher. And you know what? Guess what? I fucking loved it. I love the novel. It's very, it's, it's very, great. it's also very matnap, honestly. Yeah. It's yes. just like very melodramatic, but actually poetic. It doesn't, you know, there's, there's some tension between the love and all the symbolism, which I actually didn't care for that much. <laughs> I did care for it, but not that much hmm. not as much as francis would like me to like you know <laughs> gag over the thing old sport um but i do i do really love this novel i think it's all lyrical and just like hmm. the way it's paced the way the emotions are captured so you know i thought i hadn't seen the 1975 film as well but i thought that it would be difficult like it would take a really great director to kind of capture that feeling hmm. so um 
when I heard that the that Baz Luhrmann was doing a version originally in 2012, it got pushed to 2013. Mm. Alarm bells were ringing. I was like, <laughs> oh no, oh no. Um, but I was expecting very much given my historic dislike for Moulin Rouge. Mm. Um, and I, I watched it, you know, expecting nothing. And I actually had a really good time. I was like, if you're not going to go for the lyrical aspect of, of this novel, at least give me some entertainment. And it, it, it was a lot. Um, he went for the the pomp and the um, just the feel of, of, of being in a Roaring Twenties party. Mm. And I think on that level... I enjoyed it in 2013, nine years ago. But we'll see. I just saw it again, and um, I wonder. But I'm not super clear on who this Gatsby guy is. Like, what the fuck? Like, why is he great? I need someone to tell me. And we have Nick Carraway. Oh, no. Right here to tell us in one minute who this Gatsby guy is. So, Nick, take it away. I, Nick Carraway, moved to um, the neighborhood of West Egg, where I moved next to Jay Gatsby, who um, befriends me to actually get to my cousin, Daisy Buchanan, who he is his long-lost love from five years ago. Um, They reunite, and they have this, like, wonderful love affair, except that Daisy's married, and it's so complicated because her husband is... um, Halfway. Terrible. <laughs> um, it, Gatsby, <laughs> Gatsby throws parties for her and stuff like that. But when when it all comes to head and they find out that Gatsby is and, and Davy, Daisy are carrying on on with an affair, um, Tom blows up Team. and then which causes um, Gatsby and uh, Jay to disintegrate, Bye. and then he kills. A lady that is sleeping with Tom and um, Daisy actually doesn't go back to him because she feels like her life with Tom is more comfortable. And then Jay Gatsby gets killed by the woman's husband. Yeah. And I mean, and famously, he Gatsby didn't actually kill the woman in the hit and run. It That's was right. Daisy who was Daisy. driving the car. He yeah. was covering for her. Um, Drama. Thank you, uh, Nick Carraway. Um, Thank you. We'll leave <laughs> you, you to your sanatorium. We'll, yeah, to your yeah. morbid alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you talk about me fondly. Oh, we'll see. Oh, bye, Nick. Bye. You sound exactly like me. <laughs> oh, weird. I guess I must be Spider-Man in another life. <laughs> um, in multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Anyways, so that's kind of what happened in The Great Gatsby. Yeah. But... Um, I mean, now that we know who the Great Gatsby is, it's time to to talk about the many figures in the party and and who is really serving it. Who is hot butter, mm. most visually pleasing? So much emotion in the story. There's so <laughs> so mm. many passions, mm. so many people dressing up. Mm. But who is the fairest of them all? Yeah, mirror, mirror of them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> this is just to fill that pregnant pause. Um, hey, speaking of pregnant, look, oh. this character is not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no characters are pregnant in this film, I believe. No, but there is a baby. <laughs> there is a baby that it's, we don't see. Well, a toddler yeah. we don't see till the she's end. She's forgotten about. Absolutely forgotten about toddler. Um, look, 
I was sold on my my hot butter from the moment that she stood up out of the chair yeah. and rolled back her shoulders and revealed she her long good. and lithe body. When is she not um, hot butter? Who and are we this is Elizabeth Tabicki as Jordan Baker. She was made to be in 1920s. She is Jordan song. Baker. She's, she's so just so she's just got this this beautiful 20s silhouette and that everything she wears is just like this long. Oh, she kind has the of, best outfits also. Oh, I think. Like, yeah, I think. sort of thing. But also like, the Jordan Baker as a character. What a That's hot, her. what a hot character. Oh, hot. Like, she's mean. She's kind of, the, like, the fact that she's she doesn't just know. there for the drama. She doesn't, re- she's just not even really attached to anybody. But also she just she... comes to the parties for the drama. Yeah, yeah, um, she's that. But also she doesn't know how to drive, but in a fun, frivolous yeah, kind of way. Yeah, she's a frivolously mm. bad driver. Yeah. That's actually not part of this film. That's more part of the book. <laughs> she doesn't really I mean, drive. I get, I get she doesn't why. drive at all in this I book. I get why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just gorgeous, I, striking. I mean, if, Like, if, absolutely the, the classic, I don't know, like, the, the sort of, yeah, the, the the tallness, the longness. If it's you the, listen it's... back to our tenant episode, we might have said similar yeah, things. So. Like, and look, yeah. it still holds up. She remains as long as she was there. <laughs> is her tallness oh, sh- completely utilized in this film? I guess it is. I think so. Like, we look, we do love it. You're going around. She's leading Nick around the party, not, and she's always a good head taller not, than him. Not <laughs> quite as well as Tenet, where she's using her long legs oh, to like drive the car. Oh yeah, when she escapes oh, with her long legs, that was that so was rough. really next level. Here, and they hadn't quite they hadn't quite used her to her full we're, advantage. We're gonna but. go see. We're gonna go see her. Like we're gonna go to the cinema, but we're gonna see her as Lady Diana soon oh. in the crown seasons oh. five and six and i cannot wait to see her in the revenge dress yeah i'm like was diana, diana tall no i don't think I she don't was think she but, was. but like, they have to do some that. trickery okay, broad, another revival of three tall women starring elizabeth Debicki. <laughs> yes. it's all three <laughs> all three <laughs> playing all the ages yeah yeah, yeah. um anyway that's my i think my i think sigourney weaver is pretty tall also and yeah. gina davis i feel like they're like tall yeah, but but Elizabeth Debicki, you look at her and you're like, you're like, oh, tall, it's just tall. Sometimes the camera like flattens stuff, but not at all with her. Like you're no. just like, no, we love a tall woman. Anyway, th- that's enough said of her. I yeah. think you know, yeah, Elizabeth is great, obviously, but I have just have to give a shout out to Leo. He looks good in mm. this film. Probably his, I wouldn't say his last hot role. I actually don't know, but it was towards the end of him having this particular face. Yes. Yeah. He's a man who's gone through several face phases. Yeah, he was very boyish, mm. um, like literally looking like a boy in his teens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like a very young man who like in his 20s, but looks very young yeah. still. Yeah. And now like current Leo um, is a bit more haggard. He still like looks good, I guess, but like... He's a stockiness to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. But this was like the transition between boyish and um, like mannish Leo. Mm. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, he just exudes something in this role. Like, and it's not, look, some some parts of Gatsby, he's not, the character is not very sexy. Very needy, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's a glow. Like, he was photographed like a movie star in this film. Oh, yeah. Mm. And there's something about his eyes and his, like, blonde hair and the way he's dressed. He's good. He looks good. Well, there's a reason why that gif of when Gatsby is first introduced raising the glass, like, is still used, like, pretty commonly because it's it's such, like, yeah, as you say, photograph like a movie star. Like, yeah. Um, that would be my pick as well. Like, his hair. I just love dyed blonde hair. 
like on when brunettes. It's, when, on brunettes, when <laughs> it's, it's done hot. right, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, like the slight hint of like brown mixed in with the the blonde is like it just hits just so right, especially when it's quaffed back. And he's like, I got like a nice tan for it as well. Like yeah. he's not like super pale that it washes him out. So he's got like a nice mm. like brown, yeah, tan. Like I, not brown brown, but you know, yeah. golden. Yeah, so and, he pops out. Yeah, his, and his face is so beautiful and shiny. And then um. It's the suits for me as well, where like if you can pull off like it's 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 so like you can play villains like this as well, like the white suit or the pink suit, like it's so peacocking. Um and when it's done right, it's just like God, he caught some good. strays for that like pink suit from Tom Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's barely pink as well. It's like a a blush of pink. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was white at it's first. It's white with like a vague sort of hint at pinkness. Is there other um, like honorable mentions? Like, um, I... look, I think Carrie Mulligan's beautiful. Yeah, in yeah. Statues, the role is not I, that. She isn't, she's not hot to me. The she's, role is not hot. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's dainty. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I probably get dragged for this, but like something about Tom Buchanan, even though he's a piece of shit. Like, oh sure, when he's in those yeah. Tight pants. Yeah. Like the, there is a good shot of his bum and tight pants. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but also the character type is hot, kind of. You know, he's yeah. like he yeah. takes charge and he's like, you gotta dominate. Yeah, as he says. Yeah, too. yeah, Nick. yeah. Um, one person no is, votes for Nick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we have an an, uh, an anti butter. Um, <laughs> what the anti- what's against butter? What's the opposite of butter? Oil, no. margarine. margarine. No, it's not quite margarine. Is kind of hot. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's like I guess the opposite of butter is like I don't know a possum, like something <laughs> totally different. <laughs> Yeah, so our, our possum is, is Nick Carraway. I feel oh, like it has to be some... food. It's like... It has to be food. It's the burnt, like, we the kernel. We had the burnt butter last week. Oh, burnt butter, yeah. Who's yeah. the burnt butter? Oh, that yeah. was everybody else other than Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor. Yeah. There you go. Well, I feel like yeah. that's... I mean, Toby McGuire is not, not ugly. Like, but some... The, there were some shots where it did not do him justice yeah and also just like being in proximity with leo all the time who's just um exuding yeah. such a, a glow such an aura mm-hmm. um nick is just like this little creeper and honestly like... that's the way he should be nick yeah, shouldn't be hot. no it's he should not, not be character no, no. Um, so yeah. good job on yeah. fitting that description, Toby. Well, You're still the original Spider-Man, so you always have that. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it, right. really. Yeah. It's time yeah. to talk about our bottles. Yes. Mm. Okay. The, uh, the camera work and the the visual kind of effects of this, like, like Catherine's done it again, hasn't she? As well. Yes, Catherine. The, Catherine's oh. done it again. Yeah. Really good job. Stunning, evoking the 1920s. Like deserved Oscar again. Yeah, you know, the, the the particular sequence that I didn't know was in this film. I didn't, mm. yeah, didn't know it was going to be in the film and hadn't seen any like shots of. Was this the party in uh, Myrtle's like the, the flat yeah. that Tom mm. has for his mistress in the city, which is just like oh, these beautiful, not styled as well not as she could have. No. But she's yeah. not supposed to. Either. No, she's, she's not. Supposed she's to not. be, she's you not. know. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, oh, the apartment is just this maximalist like daydream. It's beautiful. It's like so fun and so like, like different, ridiculous. Different hues of pinks and it's reds. It's just like, like pattern clashing and fringing and like and absolutely it, like oh it, my god. It's I'd very love it. myrtle as well. Yeah. Like, um, and I was like, I love that you've had fun with this space and, and, and are able to show like what kind of like a low class party looks like. Yeah. At the same time as then showing like Gatsby's like the high class, you know, very money to like extravagant party mm. um but yeah there's some beautiful the parquet floors in, mm. uh, in the Gatsby's mansion house and mm. the mansion the little i love the spiral staircase in his bedroom oh, so honestly beautiful. i the way that he like comes in and when he the, the first thing the next little cottage beautiful uh, um but then like balls. when Gatsby comes in and decides to like put all these flowers and cakes and things so that daisy can have but, tea there what a frame so though fun, like, beautiful like just that image is just like, and, like brings it alive excess. like ah oh, she's such a, a master of excess that's the thing as well like because like <laughs> Gatsby's mansion could have been so generic like such, yeah. such a generic like grand mansion mm. like but there's so much character and detail in it like even like the I don't know if she designed this, but like the the logo of Jay Gatsby with a JG and like the spiraling, like how that's mm. w- within the whole um, estate. Like, and I know a lot of it is photographed, like CG. Was it like CGI? Like, yeah, I think so. Some mm. of it. I don't. It worked for me, kind of. Like, it was, it was all within a piece. Like, it felt like a style. Like, yeah, it's and so like. When shots like we go from like someone's like close up and then we zoom out and then across the river because famously they are the houses are are across the, the water. across the bay across the bay yeah um, and the camera kind of zooms and then uh, picks us back up from where they are like it all felt like quite right like mm. um, and, and the way that all the type of story that he was telling this yeah. version of Gatsby and the way that the mansion is photographed is just it feels so grand sometimes yeah. it's yeah. like oh. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And that dance floor with like the, there's like the pool area where like half of it is like But it's yeah, there's like a like stage a within the pool but even, so that you can Even things like, you know, are kind of silly, like the billowing curtains, like when Daisy's yeah, introduced. Yeah, and, da- and also the way that, yeah, Daisy and Tom's mansion is made yeah. to look different to Getsy's yeah. mansion, which is actually really difficult because it's hard to show the difference between old and new money. Yeah. But they, yeah, like have fun with that as well. There's sort of this like mm. lightness and cleanness to that one. It's 100%. Like, yeah. And not to not to take away from her exquisite costuming, like mm. some of the outfits, like I think Jordan's outfits were oh, really all of so. Jordan's outfits, yeah. just Incredible. like the way her bob was styled was just so <laughs> beautiful to me. Yeah, and it, then, it just looked like a like those Art Nouveau like illustrations. Yeah, but like someone who actually looks like the. I mean, I don't know if it was like one hundred percent accurate, but sometimes when you see like a nineteen twenties set piece, you're like okay it's not as mm. like you either sell me reality or you sell me the fantasy of the yeah. 1920s and she sold us the fantasy of yeah of what we want the roaring 20s to be in these outfits and like yeah. her costuming versus like daisy's costuming as well which mm. is very like feathery like flowy it's very yeah mm. sort of uh lacy and kind yeah. of light and very sort of girlish mm. yeah. um and the suits. very modern yeah 
the suits. suits. Yeah, you've got like yeah. I feel like Nick's suits are always kind of a little bit more austere, like a little bit more mm. like oh, but I'm it looks my best so outfit from good. the country, um, and mm. it feels very different. Oh no, not Nick. Sorry, Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gatsby's got his like yeah, kind clean, of yeah. clean, but also I, like yeah, a little bit of like. But drama I love the pop of color, the yeah. pink, yeah. even the white, like. Just his movie star entrance with that white. Yeah. It was it was black. It was, it was he was wearing black. black. But he was wearing white when he meets Daisy. Yeah. yeah. And with and when he's like surrounded by all the flowers. And, the flowers. Mm. and his cane. Beautiful. Like, Great. Mm. And even the cars, like they look the cars good. Are I fun. look good. Yeah, yeah. This big yellow car. Yeah. Yeah. Beep beep. Um, production design. Great. Costume cool. design yeah. is great. Um performances, I feel like relatively like by and large i really like leo in this role i really like leo in this role too yeah. i think he had a this was a great year for leo because he had this and wolf of wall street where actually like we don't see him in these modes very often like mm. now when i think of leo he's like very serious yeah but actually he had fun last year with don't look up yeah but and also i guess once upon a time in hollywood he's kind of fun and he's loosening too. himself up like the revenant i feel like which is you know what other, like- leo work with a woman Nancy Myers, Kate Winslet. Yeah. Let's make it happen. But yeah, I feel like The Revenant is like his peak of like seriousness. Yeah, but it was like that and like The Aviator is very serious True, as yeah. well. And I guess Blood Diamond is another serious role. Departed yeah. was kind of fun in a genre way. Yeah. Not super serious. Yeah, some but... of those Body of Lies as well where it was all oh, just like yeah. big screamy Leo, which we don't really see except for like maybe one moment in this scene. But yeah, yeah. I think this year you know, it was very fun in The Wolf of Wall Street and here he's back to like romantic mode. Yeah, yeah but which... I also like that he plays like interestingly he plays low status quite well. That's, gets that's there, what I was really thinking. Interesting. That's what I was thinking throughout watching this movie as well because I was seeing him play low status and I'm like, I don't remember the last time Leo played low status. Yeah, and I think it makes sense for somebody who doesn't do that often, who has this movie star persona to be then doing that in this role because that's kind of how Gatsby is as a character. Yeah, 100%. Is he's treated as this, you know, like demigod. Everybody mm. loves him. Everybody thinks he's so rich and great and, you know, uh, somebody to... You know, that as long as he's, the money keeps coming, <laughs> they, they all like him. But he's so afraid to, to mess up in front of Daisy. And he's, yeah. he's that, that scene where he's going to meet her, oh. he's so boyish and so sort of... Oh, excruciating. You feel so, like, embarrassed that, for him because he's but doing, that's overdoing kind of, it so much. But that's kind of, like, how I got reminded as well, like, that Leo is an actor. He's yeah. an actor. Yeah. He's, like, he plays that because you're so used to, like, the intense Leo... Or even like the wild Leo, but like you see him so small and boyish yeah. and just embarrassed, and you're like, oh. I think that's so that's much of so what nice. his career is. Like, yeah. he mm. will always be like that boy. Like, he's like a huge, I mean, like child star for us because like that boyish energy has maintained so much and it's what we associate with. But him. it's interesting like, though because even with like, say, Titanic or Romeo plus Juliet, I don't think he's been this like boyish like he's not still that low status, no I not that low nice. status like kind yeah. of like boyish but it's he's like, like yearning and kind of like yeah. sh- whereas like but he's because he's very self-assured he's very, both yeah he's very confident he's, yeah. in those characters that's why True, those yeah. ladies yeah. fall in love with him in a brash him. way in yeah a, in a young whereas here yeah, yeah. but no, yeah Oh, here it's like it's yeah good. this idea of he's just like oh what if Daisy doesn't like the flowers oh, I got too many flowers uh, <laughs> oh it's not enough flowers I need to get more like, it's, it's a great yeah. <laughs> movie star performance and mm, yeah. we don't get a lot of those anymore yeah yeah um, no I, and and again I, another favorite of ours is um, Elizabeth Debicki yeah I nailing like this role she could have had a bit more one hundred percent has yeah. a little bit more, bit more. presence yeah she gets a big section on um, the party but and I feel like we don't get much of her like. Back. 
meanness because I think a fun thing about this character that I really like from the book is that she is yeah. kind of mean and she's yeah, kind yeah. of not a very nice person yeah. uh, and I think that's quite enjoyable mm. as another sort of rather than just Tom and Daisy as the only two sort of yeah. people that we meet that of the upper what, classes and it would give you that like different flavour I think because mm. like there is a section of this movie where it is very like earnest and loving mm. and it's like you kind of need some little it's fun a little bit of a lemon mm. zest to like kind of sharpen it up and if she yeah. was it just cut cut through that a little yeah. bit you know because yeah. it gets a little serious mm. yes towards the end where it's like you know you mm. want to have mm. fun like throughout the whole movie yeah but um, a little bit of that she, she generally does well with what she's got yeah. I, I wish that she had been given a little mm. bit more material i guess yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but i do i do want to commend this at like a lot of this adaptation doesn't work in like execution but to kind of like zero in on like the the relationship of these characters like i thought that was like actually pretty well drawn whereas like the romance in moulin rouge to me was like i do not give a fuck (laughs) like i mean i feel like this is very specifically go like okay so you've got a novel like the great gatsby which plot wise is about one thing Mm. but then in terms of theme wise like in terms of image wise it's kind of about more sort of themes of like industrialization and class and wealth Mm. but i also money stuff and i feel like it's kind of he's interested in the plot and the story and he's not necessarily as interested in that other those other aspects but that's kind of why i was like i don't that's very difficult to capture on film and like i kind of almost respect him for not yeah, trying he's just, to yeah, he's kind of like look the main thing is about he's got this guy gatsby and he's in love whereas with like baby. in australia he tried going yeah. for those themes and it's yeah. just like fall flat on his yeah. face like he's trying to like bring out that psychology of gatsby in terms of controlling like time and like crystallizing it which i think is is well kind of relatively well shown and that i mean they have an explicit kind of dialogue scene about it with um, Nick and, and, and Gatsby where he's like no we just need to go exactly back to what what we kind of do whereas obviously the march of time always moves forward um, yeah and I feel like those elements like I was, I was clear where the plot was going like like with something like Moulin Rouge it's kind of incoherent and you're just kind of on the ride of it whereas yeah. with this like I feel like this balances story and vibes a bit better than Moulin Rouge does, which mm. is very much so vibes to the point where the story, you're like, I don't know, well, this guy's doing that. that yeah. Whereas here, I'm like, I could always tell what was happening in the story. I'm not sort of lost. And if we're talking about, <laughs> like, toxic protagonists or, like, male characters, like, I can still get on with Gatsby. So whereas someone like Christian, I'm like, Whoa. But also, I'm just like, it just made me, like, view Ewan McGregor's performance a lot less now as well. I'm just like, you see Leo take this part and I'm like, wow, an actor. Mm. And I see Ewan. I'm he's also an actor, but I was like, oh you're swimming, baby, you're drowning. Like mm. you don't know what you're doing. The imagery is so iconic though. Like you think of Ewan as Christian and you think of Leo and us. Like it is just so like Bears in combination with Catherine like knows how to make a goddamn like mm, I could smell shop. those flowers. Like there's yeah. just so many of yeah. them. I yeah. was like, ooh. Mm. Um And the anachronistic choices with the music as well, I guess we haven't mentioned yet. Like Yeah, how did you guys like the music in this? I think that the this soundtrack is like full of bangers. Like I do mm. like it. I think Again with Lady Marmalade Marmalade and, uh, and all those. Mm. Like, I remember when I watched it in the theatre. It like hit a bit more because the yeah. sound was like it's it was sound. kind of enhancing like the kind of uh, 
the, mm. the party, the excess. Mm. Whereas here, like, we, we didn't get the full surround sound. So I was like, mm, okay. I, I kind of wish that they had done more of what they did in Moulin Rouge, where you've got these modern songs, but you are doing new versions of them that are in the style of this era. Yeah. Like, I think it would be so much more fun to be like, okay, we're doing this song, but we're hey, doing it with let's misbehave. saxophones. At, or we do at it, this we're point, doing it with... at this point, the perfect Moulin Rouge song has finally actually been released, Mr. Brightside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could have used it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm just like, it would have been great to be like, okay, we're going to do this Beyonce song, but we're like, because that was one where they were like, oh, we're doing like a, a jazz version of it's it. It's so funny that they But actually... I wish that they had like committed to that further and had more of like, you know, like let's have the singers doing this jazz music of yeah. that era, but we're going to make the actual songs themselves, these songs, like Jay-Z, and yeah. we're going to have like much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would have been Jay-Z more fun Jay-Z also to has got They're a just... very gangster face, you know, like mm. I could see him in this. He wouldn't like stick out to me, I think. I feel like you could Maybe put Jay-Z in there. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. put him in the corner and just yeah. like, just like a couple shots and it's, um, you know, you don't need the whole thing. Well, but I'm like, I would have loved to... Florence the 1920s too. Yeah, yeah I, I would have loved to, yeah, if it was just more covered, I feel like it just, it felt like it was soundtracked with just the radio version yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I it's... wish it was just more versions of it. Because I like the idea in principle, but I think it would have been more fun to sort of include a little bit more of a halfway between yeah. the modern and the 1920s. It's funny because... Yeah, you mentioned Beyonce, and it, someone covers her song here. Yeah, and, and then, then she's she in co- covering she, somebody else's song. She covers Amy Winehouse's mm. song, which I'm like, okay. I guess because Jay-Z produced it, she was, like, available to do these yeah. things. And I guess she's not not the Beyonce that we know now just yeah. yet. Because with her, like, last couple of albums, she went from, like, you know, the biggest star in the world with maybe, like, a little bit of a lead mm. to, like, just like skyrocketing as an artistic force yeah. as well as like a global phenomenon. Yeah. It's a, a bit more elusive to get her now. Yeah, yeah. 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 and then that comes through strategic choices as well to not deign to do this um, stuff But anymore. also, why are we talking about the music without the most one of the most beautiful tracks of film history, Young and Beautiful, by <laughs> Lana Del Rey, which was snubbed at the Oscars, by the way. Uh, yeah, it is that... Uh, I listened to that song many a time. I, I noticed that it came up in the subtitles, but I couldn't tell you what the song was. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is clearly an important song because they keep subtitling that it's playing, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think like it is like an anthem of like feeling sad and wistful and stuff. Like, and also mm-hmm. getting the perfect artist to to capture that mood. Lana could have been in this film. I have always been a Lana Del Rey stan. Yes, I did wonder when like more news came out around... Oh, I what is love her, her stuff? Like, what is she? She's just weird. I don't know. She's she's still making great music. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just. What what's the drama? I can't remember now. She's just a bit tone deaf, but oh, yeah. she's walked that back now. Okay. She was dating a cop for a while. Okay. And she glorifies problematic things yes. in her music, especially in her early music. That's right. The Lolita stuff. Yeah. 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 But I mean, that was a whole aesthetic in time. Oh yeah. Um, Listen to the Lolita podcast. For more on that if you want oh okay i was like did i was like did we do an episode on lolita i don't think so you definitely could though yeah oh i don't want to no No, not on the list (laughs) there was a time when i thought lolita was just like "Mm, what a great novel i mean it's it's a great novel but it's not good in any of its adaptations (laughs) again like you could say the same for some other novels um um yeah young and beautiful i think now would have 100 percent be nominated for an oscar they're a bit like 
small kind of minded back then. They wouldn't love the pop songs mm. in the category. But I mean, it would have been a tough year anyways, because I mean, I don't know if I would have voted for this song or the Moon song from her. Um, do you remember the Moon song where he's like on the ukulele? No. Okay. That's all right. They would have lost to like the the overwhelming front runner, Let It Go from Frozen, anyways. Of course, Let It Go from Frozen is Yeah, but it's not even the best song (laughs) on the film. Do You Want to Build a Snowman is better. I don't think that's true, Matt. I don't think that's true. I think it is. That is not true. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I do like that Frozen 2 song. Um, I don't. Kiss the Unknown. Yeah, that's fun. I know, I'm never going to see it. Oh, you should. It's Why? about colonization. It's so weird. It's weird. You, they do retcon that uh, the, the the sisters from Frozen 1 are people of color. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think it's like the mother was half like of the indigenous tribes. And no. I'm like, mm, okay. And Olaf, no. Olaf dies. You know what? And Olaf does die in Jonathan Groff you know gets like this full like 80s rock song with I, the That, that rock song is quite fun. Quite That's fun. pretty good. I want to be out of the unknown. I don't want to know. <laughs> Say less. Yeah. Say less. Uh, but it's uh, it's a time. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Super weird. Uh, okay. What are we talking about? Um, bananas. Music. Oh, bana- into the bananas. Like we're well, we're into the mix. We're I guess. An hour and maybe mix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I guess for me, a mix is the Nick Carraway and Jay Gatsby relationship. I. Feel oh like yeah, that's right. We are watching this film, and because <laughs> it's the three of us, we're all like kiss, kiss. Like they look like it's a very much acted and sometimes shot and sometimes like scripted suggested yeah yeah. that suggests that nick carraway is romantically attracted to gatsby Mm. i don't think that this is that's not the intention intended at all but that's what makes it camp to me (laughs) does make it camp um it just feels like you know like like history professors being like oh achilles and patroclus were just such good friends but it's it's this thing where it feels like Mm. toby Maguire at least is maybe acting it i don't know and it's when he's the most attractive is when he's like gooey-eyed for, for, ne- uh, mm. for, for Gatsby, Gatsby mm. where you're like, yes. And I, I feel like it's just for me, I'm like, I wish that this was, because, you know, as I, we've noted on this podcast before, Baz Luhrmann is tragically straight. Um, that we know. As, as far as we know. As but far as, as we far know. As far as his mm. films tell us yeah, as exactly. well. Like, yeah. aesthetically, beautifully, like, extravagant, but still always very hetero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he just didn't consider it. I don't think it's something that came no, up it, for him. No, I don't think it, it did, but... And I, I wish that there was a director that was willing to go there. Yeah, because, I mean, that's I really <laughs> interesting, right? Like, it's kind of what they do with... Ugh, I hate this, but Sherlock and, like, mm. all those things where it's, like... They acknowledge it. Or, like, mm. even, like, the, the Robert Downey Jr. Jude Law version. Like, that's kind of screaming. I like, feel like you can just have, like... Yeah, I don't think there's any sense that Gatsby is... No, like, no, absolutely anything not. At all for Nick. He's but, very single-minded, focused on Daisy. But I feel like Nick's attention and care to this man... 100%. Yeah. ...reads as, like, yeah, like a lost romance. Andrew Garfield. Perfect. Nick Carraway. Oh. Honestly. Oh, it would, would be, be good. So good. Yeah. It feels like every episode... <laughs> <laughs> and with a lot of Baz Luhrmann's films in particular, we're like... Mm. I'd be such a good... good Andrew. Andrew, if only Andrew Garfield had been born I mean, just honestly, a few years before. <laughs> like, he was already playing Nick Carraway in the social network, okay? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've got that. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, well, Eisenberg uh, famously played 
Tobey Maguire and Molly's Game. Um, what? I thought Michael Cera played Tobey Maguire. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Gosh, I'm just getting so on my nerves. I'm so sorry. That's so offensive. I've got my, my curly haired <laughs> meek boys mixed up. Mixing <laughs> up as meek boys. Yeah. Other um, mixed. But yeah, I don't know. So it's, it's just a thing where I'm like, yeah. I want to acknowledge that I think in this film there's a clear reading I, for that. I but definitely, I, yeah. you know, it'd be like nice for that to be I wish a, they had a canon angle that. for Nick, yeah. right? Um, but it made like the viewing experience for me like a lot more enjoyable. Like this was also in 2013 when I watched it. I was like, oh my God, mm. like he's so <laughs> totally gooey eyes for this guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it reads and it's like, you know, it gives you a little flavor to k- keep you going. But also, I mean, it's nice because like there's this like obviously like metatextual relationship between Tobey Maguire and Leonardo DiCaprio. They're like best friends or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, Old so it's nice that they kind of have a, screen relationship where they get to be so close and like yeah. maybe some of real life feeds into like yeah, yeah. not saying yeah. that Toby McCoy's attracted <laughs> to Leo. No, but like <laughs> they haven't been on on screen since like my my boy's life. Like it's yeah. like when they were like young kids. Yeah, so right. it's nice to kind of see them and like especially in a uh relationship on screen that's like so close. Like they have to be yeah. friends, right? Like Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I guess that's kind of like what informs Toby's re- like acting of it as well. It's just he's yeah. seeing his friend. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially when your friend is so beautifully lit and photographed. Mm. I'd be <laughs> like, like, damn. Damn, he looks good. Yeah. It's just like, like, well, there's that party um, that they have at um, Myrtle. I don't know if there's ever been a character called Myrtle that has been Myrtle like, Wilson. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, they're always odd or kooky. Um, anyway, yeah. so um at the, the orgy party, like where they like he, he gets <laughs> he gets like slipped some drugs, um, and I think that was when he was hottest to me, where he yeah. was kind of like, like <laughs> well, loose a well, little bit. They they all like they're down into like their singlets. All the guys, a couple of other guys come along, and it's just like the 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 presence of like yeah, there's just bodies, like, a lot of shots bodies, of yeah. like various men and women hooking up. Yeah, and, and it's <laughs> James always like, men and women. Will there be some gays? And I'm like, no, James. This Never. is a Baz film. There will be no gays. Just... <laughs> I, I do wonder if he's aware of it, and he's just like, whatever. I think he just didn't think about it. I just think he doesn't. He's like, ah, like, no, somebody would somebody would bring I, it up, I, and he would be like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's have two of the guys kiss. Like, I think he would be not in, do he, it, Baz. I think he'd do it, but oh. I just think he just never thought of it. That's God. my read on Baz. The tight Knowing pants nothing. throughout and like... Look, yeah, Catherine, could, Catherine designed the pants. Yeah, you could, see, yes, the, look, yeah. You could see the... Look, you could see their butts, like, yes. through the through through the pants. Um, just the homoeroticism is, um... I don't know. Uh, I wonder if Elvis is going to feature any potential... No. Oh, I don't want to see it with Tom Hanks. No. Not in that character. Yeah. Not in that character. Maybe Elvis and his, and his good friend, Bob. I don't know. <laughs> Elvis and Bob sounds like a sitcom. Yeah, like, yeah that. it's like Elvis is alive and he's living with yes. Bob. They're rooming together. Yes. Oh. Oh my god, that's actually a really funny sitcom thing. If it's like you'd have somebody who's clearly Elvis in disguise, and you have to pretend yeah, the whole yeah. time pretending that you don't know, and he's trying to do. He thinks that he's really good at and, being undercover. And yeah. then do you, you have, have like someone who's romance. like the recurring character who just pops in as like Tupac or something? Like, yeah, he's like yeah, occasionally yeah. visiting, and like also you've got to fend off this like one press person yeah, that's course, trying to yeah. like write articles on Elvis, and you yeah. have to like cover for him. The, the great uh, season one ends with him finally revealing I'm Elvis, and yeah. you're like, have to be like, oh no, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> the great so piece of 
material that uh, features Elvis as like. There's also one episode. Sorry, with like Elvis. So we're, we're, we're actually breaking the story for Elvis yeah, yeah, and Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's one episode where like you know Elvis Costello guest stars, and there's like a whole yeah. shenanigans about Elvis, the name. Yeah. Like yeah. Elvis is performing. Like yeah. who? <laughs> the the great piece of media about Elvis like still being alive as Baba Hotep with um, Bruce Campbell, uh, where he's like in a nursing home. And then he has a friend uh, who thinks he is JFK uh, brought back, but he's black and they have to defeat this like evil mummy. Um, highly recommended. Check Love it out. It. So, Love it. Yeah. Baba Hotep. Um, uh, how do we get there? Elvis. Um, oh yeah. He's making a film. Called like Elvis. a lot of, Guys. like these are like mixed <laughs> things for me as well, but like, I think Carrie Mulligan and, Joel. Joel Edgerton. Yeah, they played their characters both very correctly. Didn't yes. give me a sort of fever. I wasn't you know? like, oh, what a great performance. Yeah, I was but just they were fine. They're perfectly, perfectly yeah, good. Yeah, perfectly. Perfectly fine. great. Playing the role. And I saw, I saw Joel recently in, in Loving. He was giving, you know, a really good Heath Ledger impression in Brokeback Mountain. It was really good. Oh. <laughs> and, and hey, that's high praise. That's high praise. That's a yeah. good... It's a good performance in my book. He's and he's been working regularly. Like he's the the, the Green Knight of the Green Knight. You know, yeah, oh, um, that's yeah. right. And See, also, the... you know what? I mean, how influential is the film Animal Kingdom? Really? Because yeah. it launched what Jackie Weaver into the mainstream, Ben Mendelsohn, which is the title of episode three of Barry season three. I saw oh. that. I haven't watched it. Yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm very curious. Um, Joel Edgerton gave us. Joel Edgerton to the wider world. Reminded us Guy Pearce is around and he's awesome. They made a television series of Animal Kingdom in America. That's oh, yeah. The, yeah. 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 Um, I think he right. also directs as well. Oh, he did. Um, he did the either the guest or the gift, one of them. The gift, I think. Yeah. yeah. I always Bateman. get them confused. Yeah. <laughs> he's like this creepy neighbor that is obsessed with Jason Bateman. It's, it's real cool. Um, mm-hmm. Obsession. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> should we move to our bananas, guys? Yeah, let's. The big banana for me is the framing device. Oh my god! Oh, oh yes, unnecessary. There's so much Nick Carraway typing and you writing. You have a story, and, and you need to write. And it feels like such a I don't know, like it feels very the audience is dumb and they won't understand like yeah. point of view unless we put it really explicitly. And he's really? writing this I mean, book, but also and it's because he's an alcoholic and his at the, at the sanitarium his therapist made him do it. But does that make it less gay because he's just like you know, <laughs> instead of just this person who's just like really obsessed with this yeah. other person? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I f- it feels like, I don't know, it seems so unnecessary and it, it centers Nick so much when oh I feel God. like the thing about The Great Gatsby is that he is kind of a cipher in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, he's he like, is this... he is the narrator, but he's a supporting character in their lives. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. He's a supporting character in his own he's story. The, he's kind of just there to observe, see things. He observes. Yeah. He observes. <laughs> he observes. Um, when they go together to the um, garden, he observes. <laughs> When they toss shirts at each other. Well, he literally is. Like, he is... The weird thing about Nick is, like, he is creeping around so much and observing, like, and cropping up into environments where he's not, like, invited or welcomed. He's so invasive. He's, like, so... He interrupts so much. I would say, honestly, one of the reasons why Great Gatsby is so difficult to adapt for any other sort of media is this point of view situation. Exactly, yeah, that's the thing. Is that, like, if you don't have a framing device... 
you spend the whole time being like, okay, what the fuck is this guy doing here? What's the point of this yeah, guy? Why is mm. Nick there? And then if you do have the framing device, then he takes up so much real estate mm. in a way mm. that he sort of disappears when you're reading the book. You're not sitting there thinking choice. about him yeah. writing it the whole time. Yeah. But um, then but then Baz really wants you to think about him writing it. Yeah, whereas yeah. like, yeah, you have to make it be, super present be, or you have to just, it's weird that he's there. Yeah, if you or, exercise him entirely, then I, I don't, no, well, it doesn't make work. sense. You can't exercise them entirely, but I mean, like, if you just didn't have a point of view character, if it was yeah. more yeah. just we're watching this. I know. Oh, I was just considering then, could you cut him, but it's like yeah. But then it's just like there you were all these scenes Nick. where you're like, why is Nick there? Like, what's Nick doing at this? Jay How needs did he Nick to get to Daisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's he's partially yeah, he's very crucial um, crucial for the plot in small yeah, ways. It just means that yeah, that he he has to by nature of like him knowing all this information yeah. we have to sort of have a framing device I guess of some kind yeah, but yeah. it just means that we it's, it's so much him I don't kind <laughs> of mind the framing device it's just the way that Bez was just so they like the, it, was, it. it was so uh, heavy it yeah. was just like you must write this thing but it's the like, only maybe, way to heal but that we could have just had a shot of him writing and then, like, we could have, like, deduced something out of that. Yeah, you know? and like, we didn't have to have such a, like, oh, he's got this big beard now. Because yeah, no. he's so, he's, his life is ruined ever since. Well, there's there's the writing element, and then it's also how Baz depicts the writing. <laughs> the, yeah. One of his old chestnuts. Yeah, it's like it's like Windows Movie Maker style, where yeah. if, you're getting text, well, text it, appear on the at screen. At first there was the writing. He was writing it down yeah. by pen. writing on and the screen. And you see, you see the words, like, in beautiful cursive appear on screen but and then, up against the walls as well and you know slushed yeah. around yeah. like you know at one point <laughs> one point carrie mulligan is like moving her hands you like know, I, don't, I don't always hate when people are writing and the writings on the screen yeah, yeah. i just felt like it was just so present here and it didn't add much but and then, it just felt so like the most important thing is my writing but then, <laughs> it was trying to be reverential i think to f scott but it's like but, if Scott isn't the like it's, it's not him it's, it's not, not a self insert yeah. <laughs> and then also like you know you go from the the pen to the typewriter mm. Christian comes back yes yeah. more typewriter madness like we didn't need the typewriter you could have just kept going by pen it's fine yeah. there's a shot after Gatsby is dead spoilers Gatsby dies. oh my god we already said it um, <laughs> where you've got where are they New York City and there seems to be snow but wait, look, is that an H? Is that an E? <laughs> and it turns out the snow is text. It's little letters from the typewriter. I thought it was doves at first. I was like, ooh. And, you know, John Woo is back. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then they form into words and it, and they go oh, like, you know what? Pain. Such poet, poetic yeah. well, Such much, much poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Such lyricism. Mm. Um, also, his writing is fucking terrible. Like, it's so purpley. Like, but to a fault, like that's the that's the. I guess he is a bad writer. It's taken from from Gatsby, isn't it? All of it. Some of it is. Some of it is not. Oh, not all of it. Some of it are okay. additions. Yeah. And there are some points where it very is. It's some points that I hated particularly were when there are scenes and bits of dialogue which are directly from the book, and then they've added in Nick editorializing or narrating over the top of the existing yeah. lines. Well, it's so funny. Sometimes they would like outline a scene again. This is a problem in the screenplay. They would like Nick would like. Tell us what the scene is gonna be. Tell us what happened, and then a character would like come back and reference it to him. Like yeah, like when the, he he sort of comes in saying like I am the only person that was ever invited to one of Gatsby's parties. Uh-huh. Like everybody else just turned up, and then like 
five minutes later, he and Jordan are having a conversation, and, she, and he's like, you know, I was actually invited. Apparently, nobody oh, else that was never invited. Happens. And I'm like, we didn't need that info we twice. Cut. We didn't need Literally, both those things. Cut. Cut. <laughs> Edit. Scissors. Edit. Edit. Editor. And Craig you know what? Maybe he needs to invest in an editor, you know, like production design on point. Maybe the second wife. Oh, let's oh. not. Let's not. Or maybe Catherine can like, you know, take on another hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what do we think of Toby in his performance? Because <laughs> he is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But sometimes he's okay. No, he's sometimes he's like, fine. When he's doting on, on Gatsby, he's, he's quite good. But by and large, like. Oh my God. Some of his acting choices are, yeah. are interesting unusual i did enjoy him when he was like kind of playing third wheel between the two of them it was kind mm. of funny mm. but you know yeah there were some points mm. where he's just too much or oh, he's yeah yeah it, but it, even he's... just like look at looking at like observing like yeah. his observing acting sometimes is too much it's too present yeah mm. i i feel like we got so much in neck and so little of like I guess Daisy, we're not supposed to get to know that well, but I've... I feel like we got very little of Daisy, especially so, so much Nick. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, Carrie's a star. I want to see her, like, have some scenes. But, like, it's so framed. It, the relationship is between Gatsby and Nick. Like, that's what they decided to hone in on. Mm. I was like, I don't even know who this girl is. She just looks pretty and, you know, she, yeah. she's Entirely sad. that is a problem she's with the wispy. book. Yeah, she's wispy. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, but I think it's... That's something that is particularly like it stands out even further in this adaptation mm. because we're yeah. Well, when you're making an adaptation, you can make a choice mm. to. She does make the most of what she's given. Yeah. Like totally. again, it's a correct performance. One like <laughs> bad performance. Yeah. One it's a good phrase. Mm, mm. Like one weird bad scene that Baz chose to keep in was like we didn't mention that Jason Clark was in this movie also yeah. um, as Mr. Wilson. Uh-huh. And then when uh, Myrtle dies, gets hit, like he uh, cries into <laughs> Tom yeah. Buchanan's um, arms. And and it's, I feel like he was really just, he was feeling it. So he's going to be like, I'm going to ugly cry. It was, but it was, it was blubbering. It was so much. And well, it continued for quite a while. He was like speaking in tongues. The odd thing was, is like, this happens a couple of times in this film, but this one's kind of the most egregious. Is like, Joel Edgerton is like, it's going to be okay. A man like that doesn't deserve to be around and the guy's like like it sounds like muppet talk and it's like <laughs> and i'm like take out that audio it's because like are you crying in simlish like what's happening yeah. response where he's like <laughs> and there's a couple of like lines like um nick has it to jordan where he's like well, what's going on i don't understand blah, 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 blah. and then when um gatsby is trying to convince um daisy to stay he's like please please daisy just stay just stay and it's like Baz has asked them to like rhubarb, just kind of like improvise, and they're kind of speaking like in like that theater thing rhubarb. where they're like, s- yeah, yeah, to rhubarb. You know, oh, <laughs> when you're sitting in the back. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, I got you. I get it. I get it. You're just kind of filling it in. I think people say watermelon sometimes. Oh, rhubarb water- is the classic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Austin Powers has a joke where people are explicitly being like, oh, rhubarb, rhubarb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get you. But yeah, they're speaking like what is it called like sotto. Let's, sort of voce. Sort of voce, like slightly lower so their lines can be heard because they're more important. And it's mm. it's a really theatrical convention. And it's like, what? what this this is really weird because they're intentionally being like, please, Daisy, please, Daisy, please just stay, please. <laughs> oh, my odd. God. The fight between... Uh, Honestly, okay, here's the thing. Like, the second half of this film is not as good as the no. first yeah, half. Definitely. And it, it drags, it's long, it's kind of boring. Yeah. That. It's like, let's just say it. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. But... <laughs> The whole um, fight 
towards the end was a lot, and it was Nick's birthday. <laughs> yes. Well, I think there's elements of the fight that are good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's another like awkward scene which Baz really excels at. He loves. He loves an like, awkward. He's not great with directing actors, um, and he's not great always with like character and story but like the awkward scenes he both really, in Moulin Rouge and in here he really, he's a vibes I, guy and yeah. he can do awkwardness as a vibe he really he identifies that. with the awkward vibe because <laughs> like Gatsby is like really keen for Daisy to say um, I'm not in love with you and I have never loved you and she doesn't want to say that they go to this hotel and then Gatsby is like trying to steer Daisy to say that and then it's just this awkward thing where Toby and Jordan, not Toby, um, Nick, are like both just standing to the side being like, oh God, is this really playing out in front popcorn, of us? Popcorn, popcorn. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's something, what actually breaks Gatsby? Is it that he's just a poor boy like dressed up as, as a rich man? Yeah, and that that um, Daisy doesn't want to admit that he yeah uh, she, but i think it's specifically that loved. tom is saying like ah oh, me all, all the rest of us we're all old money you're yeah, new yeah, money yeah. you'll never be like us no but matter also, how much you get and that's but when also he, she when he starts the punch refuses to say she, that she never yeah. loved tom that's the point and like it's, what's that's like honestly jay what's your damage oh yeah yeah because she's like what's it matter if i loved him before i don't honestly who cares he doesn't love she doesn't love him now but i think that's his whole thing right is that he does he's not interested in simply going ahead and changing the future he wants to be able to go back and change the past that the the relationship never happened yeah Yeah. and it's like that's not going to happen because she has a daughter like (laughs) and and that never comes up which is a problem of the book as well it's very funny but that that moment where jay breaks gatsby breaks and he like smashes the tape the plates to the side Mm. and then like comes right up into Mm. jolly jitten's face i'm like leo screaming if you have too much, it's like it's like Marmite. Mm. You're like, yeah. oh. But yeah. if it's just the right mm. amount, I'm like, oh, oh. It's perfect. Oh, the tension held. It's so good. Because it's his voice, it goes up. Like it starts fraying, like revolutionary an actor. road. An, and you're an like, actor. oh, that's just the right tones I need as long as you don't give me too much. See, that's the thing with Leo is like this character could be so, he is creepy and like, weird and yeah. like yeah. he can be so his booklets uh, he's Daisy. so like yeah and he um, shows them to her she's like come to his house and he's like let me but show hey, you my scrapbook but hey you. to his credit it's well arranged well organized it's very cute it's cut out it's glued well but yeah this character could be like your reaction to him could be a lot less a lot more dark and like I don't want mm. but there's something about how Leo portrays him that I'm like I get it yeah like I'm more accepting of this character because of the tenderness that yeah. Um, Leo underpins this character. Also, his hair mm. is beautiful. Well, he's... Like, just the way it's quaffed and how it bounces. Totally. I just remembered how he, his hair doesn't bounce like that anymore. Like, it feels yeah. like we're overstating this, but it is a, it's very a cool good part hair. of the film. It is very good. Well, and he's a man with a secret, and he, like, plays that well, um, which is fascinating. Like, it's the same thing with Mad Men, you know, spoilers for season one, like, Don Draper... <laughs> has like it's been years has a one thing i would say that i didn't love about this film and i think it actually has knock-on effects in uh the centering of that kind of nick and gatsby relationship uh, i guess over gatsby's relationships with the other characters mm-hmm. is that rather than it being in the book we f- like nick finds out what gatsby's true past is when i believe it's his father comes to right. his funeral and mm. then the father tells him. I don't even know thing. if it was his father. It was like a distant... Or uncle. It's another relative s- some... that knew him as it before he was Jay I Gatsby. always thought it was the guy with the Oculus things that comes no, to his funeral. No, it's a different... I think mm. he, maybe he does as well, but it's, there's, a, there's, yeah. a, there's a relative mm. that comes. Um, 
but yeah it means that he doesn't know the truth behind Gatsby until after he's died right, whereas right. in this film they have Gatsby tell him mm. and so he hears from him straight away like he was a young he was a poor boy and he grew up with mm. the you know and he, he made friends with this rich millionaire because he saved him on a yacht it, and then that's how he became it kind of breaks Nick's kind of like reverential yeah and I, but I think it also um, it changes Gatsby as a character because it, does, it yeah. makes him more I guess the fact that he's able to be vulnerable with Nick about that stuff kind of makes him more sympathetic, I guess. Whereas I think that's something about him in the book that makes him, he's always this sort of idealized, like, you know, distant character because he will never let anybody in. And even with Daisy, he'll never tell her the truth about where he got his money because he has this, and that's the the tragedy of him is that if he was honest and he was open about it, then he would make so many more connections. Mm. But yeah, so I think it's, I don't like that they, have him tell Nick honestly I think even though it makes us like Gatsby more I feel like it changes a fundamental thing about their relationship and it means that yeah we we not it's not exactly the character as he is in this book I think as as an adaptational choice it's kind of weird to me (laughs) I guess like they've chosen like oh it's a protagonist let's make him like more empathetic or like bring out that info earlier Mm. but I kind of I I do really like that glacial mm. quality I think that's the thing is that he is this unknowable man of mystery Mm. and like we 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 decide and Nick decides to trust him and decides to like him despite the fact he doesn't know about him Mm. um but there are still these questions about like is he really a you know Mm. bootlegger or is Mm. he in the mafia what's we We do find out some answers to some stuff though uh, especially why he says old sport um, oh my yeah. god no I know in it, one of the most egregious that's what I was just talking about I know I know <laughs> I'm just I, I, I'm I'm just making a point that okay. the the behind the the the, the origin stories of yes. the phrase old sport is what I'm getting at <laughs> right of like why do we need to explicitly like have a scene where he goes oh I'll use that phrase as a young yeah, man yeah it's very like yeah well I mean, it's it's seen first scene of Death of the Nile where the moustache gets we have to find story. out where Poirot I got mean, his moustache like, I it's so stupid it's well, very but stupid. I, and they do it in slow-mo as well but I, I I enjoyed it so much like yeah. it was just like old sport it's like slum um i get why because old sports feel so unnatural but it's also just not trusting your audience enough you know like, yeah and just leave it up to the mystery let the mystery be yeah yeah i mean you could literally too. just have the older Except guy the saying like oh thank you old sport and yeah, we'd be yeah. like oh we get it rather than the slow motion <laughs> but i but hey i prefer this version yeah i prefer the old sport and yeah. slow mo the value purely yeah 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 100 um, and honestly those kids did look like leo with his voice overdubbed yeah. over them he hasn't let him go of these uh bears hasn't let him go of the slow-mo and the cross dissolve he'll the cross dissolves are never really go. egregious never here. Go. there's yeah. a lot of them yeah um is there anything else? I just want to say the gorilla grip that Daisy has on this man. He is throwing parties for her every weekend. Doesn't care who shows up. Lavish, like probably like tens of thousands of dollars every yeah. bleeding money. He's made his millions. He's just doing illegal activities. Literally, um, just hoping that like one day this girl would show up, and she wasn't even aware. Yeah, like, yeah. and they were literally across the bay. <laughs> oh. I do want to say, again, this is um, really funny to me, is the way Bez, I think you've said this 
while we were watching the film was uh, the how Baz directs tragedy is mm. he just yes. does not know how to do it. So, so like, there is a big tragic moment in this film. Yeah, spoilers which, for the Great Cats. Yes, Sorry. Um, we see. <laughs> it's like a hundred year old novel. Yeah, but y- y- you may yeah. not have come across it. So in which we see yeah Gatsby's yellow car driven at speed uh, and at, at, on the way into the city. Uh, Tom Buchanan had been driving the yellow car and he'd stopped at the gas station, which is where his mistress um, lives. Mm. And uh, so she thinks that he's going to be driving it. Mm. And so when she sees the yellow car come back, she's been fighting with her husband and she's decided to leave him. And so she runs out into the street waving at the yellow car. Uh, But instead it's Daisy and Gatsby driving. And so she hits her. Um, <laughs> because they're not able to, the, the, yeah, not able to stop the car in time, and it's she just run right honestly, into the road. It's, this, it's, this, that's a but this, run way this to character has just like gotten the short end of the stick. First of oh, all, yeah. her outfits are not the best, no. and then there was one scene early on where like Tom smacks her, and then it's like, oh yeah, she like has a, a full huge, like, like jump across the room from his <laughs> slap. Um, it's not to laugh motion. at that, yeah. but it's like the way it's filmed was so ridiculous. It's, it's very like, ridiculous. And then yes, this hit of the car. She just tumbles. It is like in it's the a air. full like back somersault you know situation. I, slow I'm, motion in front in the, of the T. Jacobberg sign. I am surprised they didn't have a shot where like Isla Fisher and Carrie Mulligan had like eye contact or something. Oh, so they could show it later when it was. The- <laughs> yeah, or the eyes, or just like a moment between the two yeah. women, mm. like oh, I tragic. Guess they, I guess they want to hide that day. As he's driving but they could keep it for the flashback later okay. where he uh, reveals you know? it it's just um, like but yeah it's so much and some restraint. it doesn't have the drama that it needs <laughs> because it becomes melodrama it's I very think, silly looking I think you'd go, so the, silly. you'd go the other way of like you've had this like fantastical and then just the brutality of just like a yeah. a person's body getting yeah. hit by a very yeah. fast moving vehicle yeah. and go right to realism 100% yeah like but I think Baz doesn't is Baz. know how to do that. This yeah. is Baz. And so he's like... This is Baz, director of Moulin Rouge in Australia. <laughs> and they repeat they repeat that insane shot, like CGI stitched up shot of Isla and the, and the big eyes of yeah. the billboard. Like, twice. Like, they bring it back when yeah. we reveal that Daisy was driving and they're like, such a good shot, gotta do it again. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's unfortunate because, yeah, I think in order for... Yeah, the emotional aspect of this film to hit, I think you need that to be a, an emotional and a dramatic moment as opposed to like kind of yeah. silly. Mm. And it, it's shot the same way that a party scene would be shot. I think as a counterpoint, the dramatic moment involving death that does work is um, the scene where Gatsby dies, where he is like swimming, he hears the phone call, he's hoping that it's Daisy, and then he gets shot. We see that it's Nick calling, and we see him like bleeding oh, in the pool. Good. And then That's Jason Patrick character like yeah. shoots himself. Like it's just like reveal after reveal, and it like it is really beautifully paced on that one. Like it's not overdone. That was a great reveal. I would think that one was almost perfect, except that I think Toby Maguire was acting too it's too much. He was going like. <laughs> Jay, Gatsby, <laughs> yeah, are you there? Lot. And it's like you you don't know what happened. Like you know. yeah, 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 yeah. I think his his thing Herzog had who's the butler, which we we'll maybe talk about in a bit. We'll talk about it a lot. Um, mm. He like picks up and he's like, "Hello, oh Gatsby, will be very pleased to see you." And then presumably he goes, "Oh shit, my master's got killed." He doesn't <laughs> say that on the phone, but he'll like probably drop it. And yeah. Or I guess yeah, the, the the shots have rung out. But yeah. I, I feel like even if you just heard some shots and they were the line, confused. you'd be more confused than you would be like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, he's dead. He's been shot. <laughs> yes, I've had a premonition. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of now. I just realised. I think what my problem is with Toby's performance is mm. that he doesn't kind of illustrate how his um, 
feelings for Gatsby has like evolved throughout in his yeah. performance, you know? Yeah. Like and that's like a thing about Nick Carraway yeah. that made him interesting. Yeah. Is that like he did see him in such a, you know, you put him in a pedestal and then like throughout the course of the novel like his feelings got really complicated and, and i stuff. think part of that is because of this this unknowable man of mystery mm. element it's that he he doesn't know who he is he He's doesn't know anything in. about him yeah. but he chooses to go on faith that yeah. his feelings for daisy are genuine and he makes his mind up by the yeah. end of their relationship that he's the, his cousin he's daisy. better than the whole bunch of them put together yeah um, and, well, and he makes his he mind up that, that, that Gatsby is great, as yeah. we see in the well, very final scene. He finishes the novel. He finishes the novel, and it's called Gatsby. Gatsby. Just the gritty clean. remake. It's clean. Yeah. It's cleaner. It's clean. It's modern. And then he's got it there, and he's standing by the bed, and he looks at it, and he's going to make one final edition, and he gets a pen, <laughs> and he writes, The Great above Gatsby. God. It's um, so funny. That's the end. That's the end of the film. But you, yeah, because I thought the end of the film was, you know, the iconic final lines of no, the no, novel. No, no, we've got to do the mm. framing device yeah. that we love so much. Um, yeah. Should I we talk know. about Herzog? Yeah. Well, he's around. He's I don't a have much to say about Herzog. He he's always like it's the presence. Beautiful, deep voiced man, like saying, "Gatsby, you need to come here." Uh, and then he kind of seems to get like a bit angry that. That maybe well, basically well, we we're just, projecting we, that we gave this whole narrative to Herzog that like <laughs> he used to be the right hand man of he was Spot. Gatsby's most trusted advisor, but then Nick yeah. Carraway, the he cousin of away. Daisy, slipped who, in, slipped in, and now he's like jealous of like, and this is why he didn't give. You know, this whole conspiracy theory of he's the mastermind behind <laughs> the Gatsby killing. He ordered the hit. He the ordered end. the yeah. hit. No. He didn't, like, he, he purposefully, like, hung up the phone on Nick. Oh. Like, this is a fanfic, but yeah. I mean, it kind of read. Yeah. It was there on screen. Yeah. It's not there. And also, you know, it's weird to me that, like, there were some, uh, like, jokes about Nick and Daisy being cousins, and then they're like, mm, "She's got a crush on. He's got a crush on me." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, you must be in love with me." Yeah, and it's just like, "Okay, cousins, second at least." What do we think about um, the inclusion of African Americans throughout the film? I but- think this is a film that is very much using black people as as props for the yeah, plot. But like, they could have. I mean, uh, it's Baz. It's Baz. Yeah, it's yeah. not a good music as well. Include like- the music in terms of like all of the characters that but- are black are either playing music and being entertainment or are waiters. Or but like, servants. it doesn't even matter. Like you're re- like you're revising the whole thing. You're yeah. it's anachronistic. Just yeah. make one of them like you even made like Maya Wolfsheim an Indian man like. Like, yeah, and it doesn't matter. If you're doing that, then I'm like, let's be a little all bit more off. conscious. Let's be all a bit more racially diverse within the main cast. We don't have to all be white people like it all was. Bits in are the off. Thing. And yeah, it's one of those things where I can see the logic of like, ah, we're doing it true to life as it would have really been in the yeah. 1920s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a shame that yeah. there was not more yeah done with that particularly and since the music this, is so like a lot of a lot of effort so this is what in the musical score this is what baz can get away with because his worlds are so fantastical yeah. that you can get sense. away with like unreality yeah or like normalizing you know color conscious casting and just like mm-hmm. subverting like oh they have to look like each you know to, yeah you so know. i think it would yeah i think this film doesn't Anything but about the aesthetic. Bad. Nothing about the aesthetic calls out yeah. for everybody to be white. When is Hamilton? Say. It's 2016. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, people are slowly. This is a pre Hamilton world. Yeah, pre Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think. Bomber just been elected for the second time. That's true. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, I will say that I love that Toby got to say his I love you to Leo. Yeah. In, in so many words. Like, obviously, you can't say the words, but yeah. Yeah, they had a big scene. They they made a whole to-do about it. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very, you know, calling out to him from the... And it was nice for us. We were like, like, oh, yes, he loved him. What did he say? It's like... You're worth the whole damn bunch of them put together. Honestly, poetry. What a writer. He's such a writer. Mm. Old sport. Old sport, sport, Nick Carroll. Um, Terrible at his jobs, though. Oh, yeah, he is very bad at selling bonds. (laughs) (laughs) He just sits in the office and, like, gets on the phone to Gatsby the whole time. Yeah. Um, I have another bottle, uh, and that is the little entrance to the speakeasy through the barbershop. Oh, love it. Thank you, Catherine. Very cool. It's a little sliding window yeah. and then they like knock again and then the whole bat wall the barbershop opens and there's a secret staircase honestly there oh, are some very flourishes cool. like which i wasn't like kind of feeling but in retrospect i like there's this shot of like toby looking out at himself that wasn't the shot but him like superimposed <laughs> into the building and then his face and then you see like shots of different people oh, in the i building. did not love that I liked shot, it. but i see why you did I liked like, this. it was artistic that was okay yeah. <laughs> Um, um, I have another banana. Two hours and twenty-two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think we said it. It's really long. Oh. It's really long. And again, I think if we cut one of the little framing device. Again, out, this is Bez's. This is Bez's problem. He makes long movies that don't need to be this long. Yeah. Like, I wonder how long Elvis is. Long. Oh. It's long. It's gonna be long. The original rumor was that it was hundred and ninety plus minutes, no. and I think he's cut it down to maybe the same length as this. So okay. I don't want to. Th- we'll see it for you, yes. the listener. Yeah. Um. But you know, maybe we'll have fun. Maybe it'll be amazing. No mixed at all. But I think yeah. you know, like I, I before we proceed again, I think I do want to um, bring this back. The themes of the novel are just not. They're yeah. not explored at all. Yeah, it's very much focused on like the story of these particular yeah. people without yeah. much thought about wider implications for you know what he's saying about America at the time. It's or a class. It's and a weird all of that pairing kind of, of director stuff. And- and it's not it's that weird. I think it's it's the it's this For, is the inevitable result. It's of not this pairing, that weird, right? yeah. based on the movie that was made. Yeah, exactly. Like you yeah. wanting somebody, who, and, somebody who wants to create the also, feeling of a party. I mean, this Bez. this was the gorilla grip that Great Gatsby parties had oh, yeah. in the mid two thousand tens. Yeah. I mean, were you living if you were not at least invited to one of these parties? Yeah, yeah. you yeah. were not. Yeah, and all the bad costumes that are bad. Flapper dresses. Yeah, the feather bowers. And this go to the immersive uh, Great Gatsby show they had over in the UK for Mm. several years. Similarly to Moulin Rouge, although not to the same extent. Like I think this did, but it it revived the aesthetic, right? Big impact on on culture and God. Like in Australia. Did not move that needle, unfortunately. No. <laughs> not no. even for Australia itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we move on to our bag or biffs, mm-hmm. which is where I feel like we're here, yeah. I'd like to just provide a little bit of information that I learned uh, after we watched this film. Oh yes, that's which right. Is, you might be thinking, Baz. That's an interesting name. Barry. I wonder where it came from. Is it short for your Barry, but Bernard? Baz Bernard. Uh, no, yeah. uh, this man's real name is Mark Anthony Lerman. Um, yeah. And apparently the nickname Baz comes because uh, his friends thought he looked like Basil Brush as a kid. I mean, there does it get more Australian than that? Yeah. I don't think Baz? so. Give it some, give it some Baz. Yeah. Some Zaz. Baz at Kaza. Yeah. Bag. Or boof. Well, we've now moved to our final section of the podcast bag or biff where we decide mm. if uh, if this Gatsby party is something. Will it worth join preserving. Australia? 
in the bin? Or will it just miss like Moulin Rouge did last last time, which I'm still okay. <laughs> yeah, thoughts. It's too much. It's too theater good. But okay, yeah. let's it's move fun, on. Though. Let's move on All to right. Megabiff. I'll start, I guess. Oh yeah. my god. Um, look, I enjoyed this back in 2013. I was not a Baz Lemon fan. Did not like Moulin Rouge. Uh, and I guess that was. Uh, I was fine on Romeo and Juliet. Um, Sacrilege. And, huh? Sacrilege. No, I know. No, I know. That's not really that good of a Shakespeare to me as well. Whoa. It's good, yeah, but no. it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not. Not one of us. Yeah, no. Best. No. We can, we can talk about Shakespeare anytime. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> that's what I have a lot of feelings about. Um, but I was actually pleasantly surprised in 2013 because of all the different route that he took. Because I was like, okay, how are you going to make a movie about The Great Gatsby? And I was like, oh, he made a choice. It was full of a lot and I enjoyed it because he was not gonna recreate the lyricism of the novel but I still found some like really tender moments because of Leo and I had a lot of fun um and I think similarly in this watch I still had a lot of fun that second hour is long 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 in the tooth um but overall it's a bag I mean I I have to like I mean if Moulin Rouge got a bag last week. <laughs> if you go down that road, like... I am going to bag this okay. for my sanity. You bag the Meg, like, you know. I mean, look, the Meg is a fun time. Sometimes fun is uh, counts for a lot. Yeah. Look, the, the Meg is your Moulin Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Um, yeah, I'll go next. Yeah. Uh, the Great Gatsby is a long movie, but it has style and flair. This sounds like an essay that I'm writing. <laughs> this um, essay. <laughs> uh, and I think Leo does give a movie star performance. And I really, even though I don't always love him, I really do. I am grateful around how many performances he has, has given. I honestly to think, vulnerable to and, me in my head, I feel like... I feel like he's overrated, but I feel like he's underrated in a way because I'm just like, he's just so intense all the time yeah. that yeah. I forget that he actually can do these things. Yeah. yeah. And I think we see some of that in this. And he's I, so good in this. Yeah. Is and it I, better than his other performance of the year? Mm. Wolf, Wolf Wall Street? I haven't seen it. I think, oh. That's close for me. Do, he's doing the screamy yelly. Like, that's a lot of Marmite on, on, the, on yeah. the bread. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and I think the party sequences are really, really fun, and it makes up for yeah some of the bits where it kind of drags. Like, I think the best version of the story, obviously, is is still the novel. But um, yeah, Baz was able to create something that I think is engaging and exciting, and um, yeah, and is like a, a love story that I'm pretty invested in, and the cipher that is Gatsby. I think it's a better love story than Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I think the sequence is in Moulin Rouge. That's oh, stronger. yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it's a bag for me. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, this I'm sort of really thinking about this versus Moulin Rouge as two different kind of Baz Luhrmann films that we've treated ourselves to mm. over the past few weeks. I, I love mean, that we're just honestly, embedding Australia from it. Australia bad. Obviously, that's the worst. But of our three... That's bad Luhrmann. One thing that bad I... Luhrmann, quickly indeed. on Australia that I... Before I forget, the sky in The Great Gatsby is yes. like almost... It's very similar to what the well, sky is like I mean, in we Australia. all live beneath the same sky. That's yeah. so true. That's how it that is. is. So that's true. really the theme and of the Those are those film. deep feelings that yeah. Baz thinks about. Um, 
yeah, I feel like in a lot of ways, I think Great Gatsby is probably uh, on average a more successful film than Moulin Rouge, but I mm. think Moulin Rouge had higher highs yeah. for me. I'd agree. Higher highs and lower lows. Yeah. Um, lower lows. Oh, definitely lower lows, but also <laughs> definitely higher highs. Yeah. Um, I don't think this film entirely works for no. me. Um, I definitely did have fun at parts. I think, again, Catherine, the real, real MVP of all of Baz's films, uh, doing a stunning job here. Um, there are parts of it that, yeah, I think could be cut or truncated or, you know, things that they could have had more fun with that were opportunities that were lost. Um, I think, yeah, on the whole, averaging it out, I would say it's just a bag. It's like right on that edge. It's it was it went on it hit the rim of the bin and then it fell off. Didn't go in. Yeah. Um. So that's where I'm gonna put it. I don't think. I feel like if you're gonna, I'm gonna watch a sequence from a, a film. I would watch a sequence from Mulan. Oh Rouge yeah. Over this. I think I would as well. But I think yeah. And there it's, are it's some... the one in the elephant, right? Where he's like, <laughs> she's like, ah, ah. of course. What a great Your experience song. for us all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think the, um, yeah, as a whole, as an overall film, I think it's probably stronger. Um, but yeah, so that, that's where I'm sitting on this. So nice. narrowly, yeah. we have th- all three on the bag for this nice. one. Nice. Well, we got the whole spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Biff, so, mixed bag and bag. I was going to say, like, Baz has improved, but then I was like, oh, no, wait, Australia was in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. But we've got to see how he does in his fourth instalment, which will be coming out later this year. Oh, that won't be for our next episode. No, we'll circle back around to that when it gets released. But that is, for the time being, at least into that last episode, all all that Baz. Ah, I didn't join in. I didn't think about it. I didn't know what you were doing. (laughs) Um, I'll do a little bit of a shout out before we move on to our sign-offs, which is that due to uh, some little COVID difficulties, my own 1920s speakeasy jazz-themed show which also involves a uh, Papini Sisters cover of Crazy in Love, um, is on uh, mm. two weeks from now, uh, from the uh, 26th to the 28th of May. Um, and there may be some tickets available now because yeah. of the move. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, have a look. Uh, email the production team of Wellens and Footlights for the show Speakeasy if you are interested in coming along. Should be a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. Um, with, is there any final thoughts on Baz before we... I feel vindicated. Up? And yep. Moulin Rouge and in the Great Gatsby. <laughs> is it worth doing rankings? Like, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I think we, well, just, I think we, we all just know. did that. We all know. <laughs> There's only three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Romeo and Juliet. Stronger. I'd shout out Strictly Ballroom. Check it out. I, I remember seen it. good feelings yeah. towards it. Maybe you revisit Bears at some point. Maybe, Maybe not. The early years. We'll see. Of Michael Jordan. No, not Michael Jordan. What's his name? <laughs> Michael Andrew. Michael Anthony. Anthony. Wait, Mark, Mark Anthony. Anthony. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, that's really old. Just Cleopatra Bish, yeah. <laughs> Julius Caesar, yeah. Slain. Oh, right. Yeah. Anthony, that's how you remember. Um, but uh, if you want to follow more. Oh, hello. Hello. We, we have a guest, guest Oh, Nick Carraway is here again. Hello. It's Charlie the Cat. Do you want to <laughs> say anything for the pod? Brr, brr. Oh, thanks, Charlie. Um, well, you can take this one, Charlie. Well, it's the Nick Carraway of our lives always interrupting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll try to do a cat voice. Maybe I sound like Judy Dench because she's the pure cat. He looks like James Corden. Yes. I'm not going to do James Corden. I know, exactly. But if you want to follow Mixbag, uh, you can follow us on Mixbag Podcast, on Mixbag Pod, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And a cat is not a duck. But for now, that's that's a wrap. wrap.
like those flicks, come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.